It is your show. My show? Yep. The ball is yours to drop. <laughs> and drop it I will. Ka-ching. Have we had our boyoings to test the sound yet? Are we good? All right, good. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Sneaky Dragon. My name is David Dedrick. And I'm Ian Boothby. Hey, how are you doing, Dave? I just have one thing to say. What's that? Oh, that's nice. I've been doing that. Come with your own reverb. I've seen that quite a bit before. There's a bit of a bounce in your step today. That's (laughs) nice to see that. Just a little bit. It's like an early spring. I'm doing well. I'm doing. uh, I'm doing better than expected. Very good. Uh, Who who expected badly? Considering the prognosis, which was I'm going to die of. I don't know. Okay. You're still around. I'm going. Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, sounds good. Saying you know, the prognosis is bleak. Okay, but you know, so far so good. All right, sounds sounds good. I'm gonna just check my diagnosis as well. <laughs> oh fuck, I got the same thing you have. You have exactly mortality. <laughs> oh well, then let's get through this quickly then. <laughs> no, it's no need. What are we doing? What are we doing? Like these uh, two and a half hour shows when we're <laughs> running the clock out? I don't know if this is a good idea. And you've got a second podcast for crying out loud. Yes, I do. Well, why don't you tell us about it before well, we get started? Well, well, I'm glad you asked actually. Because I've I've added it's called it. Well Well, where you review all the all the holes in your neighborhood. That's right. And see, would they be suitable mm-hmm. for a well? That's right. Also, uh, review the Ring movies. Okay. Yeah, and any other movie that features the like the uh, the Well. Um, what's the movie called? The um, was this came out recently? The, the Road to Wellville. The Road to Wellville. But isn't there another one though? About a well. Well, the guy goes to like some sort of spa. Okay. Wellness. There's something in wellness. Oh, wellness thing. I, well, okay. wellness stuff. Sure, yeah. Wellness. Is that the guy who's got wellness. like all the eels? I think it's like there's a tank full of eels. Is I there? Re- yeah, I believe so. I've not seen the film. I just a cure for wellness. There you are. Thank you. But I don't think that. Okay, but and I get you got the word well in there. I yeah. hear. I hear what you're That's saying. That's what I'm all also right. doing. All right, fair enough. Yeah, health and wellness. <laughs> no, it's uh, called Sneaky Dragon Listening Party. It's a music show. Mm-hmm. We're listening to music. Uh, I'm doing it with my daughter Mary. Although. Uh, my younger daughter, Eve, heroically stepped in last week when Mary was as sick as the proverbial dog. Now, let me ask sick. you this, because uh, Eve mm-hmm. does the intro for the show. Yes, she does. She goes, uh, here's uh, my dad and my sister. Yep. Now, when she did the show, did she do an, a different intro? I should have got her to do it, but I didn't. No. Oh, for crying out loud. I know, it's silly of me. All right. Because really, ideally, I should have got Mary to do it. Oh, yes. But Mary was not at home. She was uh, sick. Oh, in, an, in another place. Or if you had to, you could have got uh, your wife Lisa to do it and go like, here's my daughter and my husband. <laughs> I just get or if, if Lisa was unavailable, yeah. uh, then it uh, falls to the dogs, the family uh, dogs. Raw, 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 raw. Yeah, that's right. If the dogs are unavailable, the family cats, <laughs> that doesn't work out, the family chicken. <laughs> yep. And you, I would say the the family horses, but you can't afford those guys. Those are <laughs> I can't bring those home. are big bucks. Yeah, yeah. I don't mean bring home. Say, you just can't afford their rates. No, I know. I say, do you want to do the show? They go, nay. Yeah, <laughs> I just take it, take them at their word. So uh, you're so playing. So you're playing, playing music, like uh, yeah. mix mix tapes mm-hmm. that you have uh, given away in the past on uh, on That's our right. show. That's right. And the little twist that I've added now is that I've decided. That I am going, I'm going to get the mixtapes back from the person, whether they want to give it back to you or not. You break into their home and sending them letters, asking them back. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, like, I 
with a recent show I just uh, put up on in the comment section, I added uh, a downloadable file so you can have the mixtape yourself. Oh. Now I'm lazy, so I didn't do it like I didn't do put all the work into it. Basically, it's two tracks: first side, second side. It's not broken up into songs. Okay. And uh, but if you want to hear it, if you want to hear it the way you would listen to it as a mixtape, then you can download that and uh, listen to it in the comfort of your own home car or wherever you like to listen to music. Nice. After you did that, did you think to yourself, why did I physically make mixtapes in the past? I could have just done this and given them to a, a large group of people. And, uh, and no, because I wanted it to be personal. Very good. But I, but doing this, I kind of feel like people aren't hearing it the way that they're meant to be heard, which is is a you know a one listening experience. Like you know whether you're not that you have to listen to it all at once, but just you hear them in order. Yeah, there's a reason. There's a reason mixtapes are the way the mixtapes mm-hmm. are. There's mm-hmm. a, a yeah. And I'm often very proud of my transitions from song to song, and you don't really get that with the show because it's broken up by Mary and I talking about each song. Right. And so I was trying to think of ways that we could do it, like you know, do two songs back to back. But then I was like, ah, we'll just do it like this. So if people are interested, they can download the songs. And if you want to know how to download songs and how to open up uh, zip files and things like that, and you don't know, you're welcome to email us at sneakyd at sneakydragon.com. And I will send you a little uh, set I'll of I'll send you a zip file. I'll send you a zip, uh, about, zip file about, explaining uh, how to... <laughs> it's, right. it's a real oh, dick move on your part. Irony. <laughs> irony. If you don't know how to use email, send us a letter at sneakyd at sneakydragon.com. And they said irony was dead. They did. They did, but they were wrong. Yeah. And then they say comedy is dead. Everyone says it. It just ke- it just keeps dying over and over again. They're close. I think ironing is dead. I don't think ironing is quite as popular as No, I don't as it think people be. really care about that no, anymore. No. You know what? You just go outside and it's hot out or steam and it'll just pull it down <laughs> a little bit and it'll be fine. Just tuck your shirt. A nice crisp shirt that's a, you know, what are we going to a wedding? Mm-hmm. You know, otherwise it's just fine. And they even have shirts now that are designed to be untucked. It's like, yeah. well, what are you doing? Yeah. We're doing weed, also, but that was never an issue, was it? Was it ever an issue that you couldn't untuck a shirt? Well, I think the real issue is that in the past, people dried their clothes on clotheslines, and they right. get really wrinkled on clotheslines. And they're also as stiff as a board. So ironing them kind of, and you'd steam them a little bit, and but that would kind of break it up a bit. Break it up, and, and you'd have a nice, you know, unwrinkled How thing. People but vo- now you have a dryer, and you just yeah. pull them out of the dryer when they're so warm, and there's no need to. Here's what here's what I don't get. Here's what I don't get. Hassle is um, how did people in the day like I got a clothesline here, and we've got like a bird feeder on it. Okay, um, but like even without the bird feeder, birds love a clothesline. Mm-hmm. They're like, hey, a clothesline. Yep. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stand me on sure, that. Sure. Uh, and if there's like clothes, well, even better, nice soft thing on my feet. So how did in the past they avoid think, their? I don't their, think they land on the clothes. So they don't land on the clothes. No. Why? I've never seen that happen. And I mean, I've dried clothes. Why don't? Why aren't clothes covered in bird shit? Is my question. Long story short, why? Why uh, leaving them out there? Are, are birds not like just like if not? flying over yeah. them and letting it go, uh, <laughs> standing on the clothes and like just taking well, one. by that logic, the question should be, you could be ans- asking is, why aren't we covered in bird shit? Well, we're, we're, not, we're not stationary. If I was stationary... Yeah, but birds aren't stationary. No, but birds do like... Uh, listen, uh, there's a little song you might not have heard. Okay, I haven't heard It's it. called Bird on a Wire. You're not you're sure you're not thinking Rock and Robin? I was thinking Rock and Robin. Okay. I apologize. Sure. Uh, you're allowed. To, you're allowed so to when the Rock and Robin is going tweet, 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 yeah. which, and that means, of course, taking a dump. Um, <laughs> this is code word for that, is it? Yeah. Oh, well, I here. Go. I'm gonna, this is, uh, there's going to be a little bit of noise. I'm just going to pull this chair out so that I can okay. comfortably stretch my legs. Oops. There, enjoy. Too. Uh, because 
birds enjoy going to the washroom mm-hmm. while they're on a wire, and I know that <laughs> you? because they gather yeah. uh, they gather on wires mm. uh, near my place, and I see people walk underneath and go no. And oh, maybe okay. it's maybe it's it's the birds having a good time with the person underneath. Yeah, yeah. But I I'm just surprised that there's no uh, shenanigans on. Uh, you know, you're leaving your clothes outside never, in nature. Yeah, I've never. I mean, I've never had that happen. Okay. In all my time of drying, it outside. also feels like clever crows would just like get get your clothes, dress up as a person, and then just <laughs> try to fool somebody. Try and get into the movies. Yeah, there's like there's sure. a crow that's in this neighborhood called Canuck the Crow. Yes. Um, that, Quite a famous crow that two years ago was working at the PNE. That yeah. was on salary. Sure. Also played on the Vancouver Canucks. Did he? That's where his name came from, isn't it? Well, I don't know. Okay, listen. I know that I'm. I'm legitimately saying he did work at the Peony. Uh, but but did did he connect with the Canucks? Is that uh, the origin of the story? I know what he used to do was he used to ride on the on the Sky Train. Okay. And he would uh, he Threaten would threaten people with a knife. He would occasionally have a knife. Yeah. I, like more than once he had a knife, which seems a strange thing. Yeah. One time a crow getting a knife. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Second time, wait a minute. Yeah. Someone's either giving him a knife yeah. uh, and just to take a picture. That's right. You know, or he's <laughs> hidden a knife and mm-hmm. he's he's willing to use it. Yeah. But it, it's a it, listen, we're just going to say if you're thinking we're making this up, look up Canuck the Crow. You're going to see uh you're going to see and like how do they know it's the same crow? Cuz he's got a little band on his leg. And that's yes. how you know it's uh, that guy. Mm-hmm. And that's his gang colors. The small faces. Mhm. The little band. Oh, brother. All the references. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's my plug. Uh, Exorcisters okay. number four has come out uh, this week. All right. Uh, and uh, if you look on the cover, you're going to see a, a little cameo by Sneaky uh, Sneaky Dragon. Yeah. Yeah, Sneaky D makes a, makes a little cameo. Like, I know Sneaky D, you've seen the old title cards. He would sneak into things. Yeah. We'd fake him up. We'd <laughs> fake things up, and you'd see him sneak into things. This is yeah. legit. Yeah. This is, this is on the level. I, I like and, it. And if you pick up the print copy, which you should, uh, you'll get a little ad in the back for uh, all of our uh, podcasts. And if you pick up the digital copy, you will not, because we didn't realize it competed in certain ways with uh, Comixology. Oh, okay. Because uh, we're on iTunes and Stitcher, and we mentioned that, and they went no dice, and uh, and should have told us that, because we could have then uh, changed it a little bit yeah, in the digital, yeah. but they didn't. Uh, so they just completely pulled that ad out of the digital copy. But Aww. if you pick up a print copy, you'll see a very pretty a little sneaky dragon ad uh, that David made. That's Exorcisters number four. So hopefully, are we going to run again number five? I would, uh, yes, uh, so but we'll with take, with we'll that take the, taken uh, out, yeah, yes, for sure. So you know, as soon as I can get that, people off know you, where to get the better. Stuff. People know where to get. Yeah, it's like it's from. a podcast. Where do I get that? Well, if you got to ask, <laughs> you don't know. You don't understand. Yeah, if you got to ask, never. you're going to be dead soon anyway, and it doesn't matter. <laughs> Sure. You know, but again, I've we've mentioned so will all of us. Yeah. You know, so like we're not throwing death stones at anyone. No, no, we're not cursing anyone. No, we're not cur- we're not death cursing no, people. No. no, no. We did that before. We did a death curse <laughs> podcast where we would just death curse people mm-hmm. and we'd ask uh listeners to write in yeah. and we would death curse them. That's right. And uh they didn't like that. Nope. No one enjoyed that. It was a good show though, for better or curse. Mhm. Yeah, it was good. Uh you know what's funny? Not funny. Jokes. <laughs> jokes are funny. Uh, what a, you know, we were talking last week about the intermission. Stephen Leacock. Yes, somewhat. <laughs> for a little bit, for about a paragraph or two, and then you kind of you kind of over it. Oh, you do go on, Mr. Leacock. <laughs> you do go on. Uh, we were talking about the intermission show last week, and so I was mm-hmm. curious what show it was. It turned out it was episode 69, <laughs> the sexiest episode, which, you know what? I didn't even mention in the show. I was like, oh, that's an obvious thing to mention. Nice. But I listened to a bit of it. 
and it was really enjoyable. I really thought we were funny. It's been a while since I since I listened to oh, it. I was like, good. I was like, oh man, we were so much better then. Yeah. Than now. So they say comedy plus time equals tragedy. Well, the tragedy is our sense of humor is so lowered <laughs> that we actually find ourselves funny again. The tragedy is us now mm-hmm. still doing this show. Here's what I think it also is: it's mm-hmm. like you look back on yourself. You the more time that passes, and that was a couple of years ago. Sure, the was. more slack you cut yourself. Like I you guess. look at an old picture of yourself, you know, back, and you go like, "What did I think of myself?" Oh, I thought I was so blue oh, and yeah. so blue, and you're so blue, and then you look at your picture and go like, "Hey, hey, good looking. That guy was all right. That was pretty good." And yeah, we're all fine. Oh, now you're giving a little scowl at the uh, at the something. What? What are you scowling at? Well, I don't want to interrupt this well, conversation because it's interesting. But look, because I'm saying the last time you did this, yeah. my cat had run out. Oh no! Every time you have a look on your face, something horrific has occurred. <laughs> it's not that. Like I'm it looking looks like at you've okay. seen a damn ghost. I'm looking at your bookshelf. Okay, which is a cookbook shelf. It's a cookbook shelf, and all of the cookbooks are facing with the jacket away, f- like the 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 the, 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 the spine. Yeah. Is away from you, so you can't tell what book it is. is because this, I will tell you the reason for that. Is it if you for want, ra- randomness? If, if you care, if you care to hear it, sure. Uh, um, uh, that is not where that belongs. It belongs in another place. Oh, okay. But we had a guy come in to fix uh, the counters. I see. Oh, that's right. Which I did not think was necessary to do, mm-hmm. but apparently our uh, our, our land uh, lady and lord. Lord and Lady Land uh, <laughs> thought it was important that we fix these little chips in the counters, yeah. which don't bug me at all. Mm-hmm. But uh, they had to fix it, so we had to move stuff out of the way for them to fix it, and they got fixed. I don't want to say how much it cost to fix it. Yeah. I didn't pay it, but I thought that was too much to to to, to fix that problem. <laughs> that isn't a problem. But yeah. there you go. Maybe so. it, maybe it just gets worse, so it's better to nip it in. You the, think it's like a nip windshield? It in the bud. Yes, okay. like a windshield. Yeah, because it's broken. Yeah, and so the more you do around it, the more little bits and pieces start to come out. Yeah, but then you, if you nip no it, in, if you nip things in the buds, then you just end up with bud nips everywhere. Sure. Who used to? I believe he opened the comedy club, The Improv. Is that oh, bud, 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 bud nips? nips? Yeah, he made it out of a, a strip mm-hmm. club. Yeah, and that's when you know his name made a little sure. bit more sense. But then he turned it into The Improv, and uh, yeah, <laughs> he wore a monocle. He would like occasionally take the monocle out. That was his. That was his bit. To take a step back. Sometimes he'd take his nipple off. To take a step even further back, uh, I was talking... See if you think this one's funny in five years. (laughs) I was talking... I probably would. I probably like, oh, that's kind of stupid. Hey, James, listen to this. Why do we sound like stereotypical old men? Where? I swallowed a a walnut (laughs) two years ago. Did not do well. (laughs) I really should work on getting this out. (laughs) Or swallowing it, <laughs> but I'm saving it for later. <laughs> glad to glad to hear it. No, I was talking to uh, Eve and her friend, and they're both stop dropping names on the show. They're both. You mean Eve <laughs> from uh, the person who introduces the Seeky Dragon Listening Party? No, Nate. Eve from Killing Eve, the uh, <laughs> the show with. Uh, oh, now I can't. Sandro. Remember. Sandro. I'm trying to think of her name. Uh, no, um, I was talking to Eve and her friend, and we were because ta- they're getting some pictures taken, and they're all like. Doing the cringy, oh, pictures taken of us. Ah. I was like, listen, you'll look back at these pictures in 10 years or 15 years yeah. and you'll be like, boy, did I look great. Like, don't avoid having your picture taken. Like, mm-hmm. have as many pictures as you can taken. I know it feels painful now, but one day you'll really appreciate them. Believe me. I just find it, I find it hard to believe that anyone who's a young person mm-hmm. now yeah. will, will be in the future going, 
Oh, I wish there was more pictures of me. <laughs> I guess that's true. It seems like it seems like a flood of, of images. But yeah. Eve is not a person who takes a lot of pictures of herself. Mm. I mean, she'll take a lot of pictures of herself, but it's basically for her friends. And they're all pictures of her with her chin tucked in, so it looks like she has a double chin. <laughs> you know, like, that's what she, you know. So these are just un- the most as, unflattering as, as pictures. As a bit? Yeah, the most unflattering pictures you could take. Yeah. That's what her favorite thing. Or she'll do, like... Um, the, you know how they have like panorama pictures? Yeah. She'll do those with her face so it's all misma- unmatched and <laughs> weird. Okay. Sounds pretty funny, but uh, yeah, you're right. You get some just regular shots. <laughs> it would be nice to have some nice pictures yeah. of yourself too. I feel, like, I feel like in the future we're going to be so close to, you know, someone will just scan you and be able to, you know, make a picture of you at any age looking and doing anything anyway. So, you know, we're there you there, go. aren't we? Because they're already doing that with putting actresses into the porn and stuff like that where they're using their face to... Mm-hmm. Or create, not so. even that, but like, uh, you know, if you want to go for a more mainstream, you know, like... <laughs> what a, porn is a mainstream? Well, more, you know what I'm saying. Uh, but like a Robert Downey Jr. in, uh, in, uh, in whatever... Iron Man 3? Uh, or Man. Civil War. Civil War, I mean. Captain America. Sure. Civil, Where you're seeing Civil like War. young... Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they should be more polite to each other. Absolutely. But yeah, you see the, the young version of him there yeah. and uh, they young up his face. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Which again, I don't know if I've mentioned it on this show, but like to me, that always like shocks me that like they can do this amazing stuff with the face, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, then you could do the abs as well. Yet every one of them has to go out and like for no, no, month. they 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 do they do uh, they goose up the yeah, abs they get, as well, the and yet they all go through the uh, crazy uh, workout schedule. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm, oh sure, I, you I, have to have some, the foundation yeah, there, but yeah, I'm eating only like raw steak, mm-hmm. and uh, they're just putting eggs up my ass and then and then you're working out i think that's what a workout is and then you're working out and getting the abs uh i haven't, I haven't then, done that so they all have the they'll have the one scene where the mm-hmm. the guys take the shirt off and everyone goes ooh. it's in every it's in every marvel film and i always feel like for that short amount of time just full cgi it it wouldn't matter if you're yeah. uh you know uh 10 years ago john goodman they could uh, they could fix that shit up and you're you're fine that's a, that's a lot of money it's for one scene Jack. that's a lot of money i know but they're doing it already but i mean everything in the movie is a lot of money do you want them to to have like a corset the rest of the their film so that they at least look like they have some sort of shape well here's the thing you look at someone like a like a uh, doctor strange uh, does, is there a is there a midriff shot in that movie I think he takes off a shirt. Okay. I would be shocked if he didn't. Don't remember. No, I think he does take off his shirt. Uh, like a, a way he's like checking wounds or something probably, but it's like he, he's still, he's, he's cut. <laughs> okay. He's got like some yeah, yeah. good, but boom. He's not. But he, there's a guy. He's not like who's super like cut, in uh, a lot of clothes yeah. plus a cape. Yeah. Gain a couple pounds. Who gives a shit? Why do we have to make him lose <laughs> well, that's weight? that's why I was asking. Quite frankly, yeah. why do we have to make uh, Star-Lord yeah. uh, have, be all cut? You know, he's got like big jacket. Lots of stuff, mm-hmm. business, yep. uh, you know. It's like, no, you don't need that. No no dice. Why? The, and we sure as hell don't need Iron Man to, to be cut. You know, he's in a freaking iron suit. That's fine. Everything's good. You don't have to do that. And you don't have to have Spider-Man. So young. Feels weird. Don't make him do that. <laughs> well, I guess the character is young, yes. Yeah. Have you ever seen uh, the actor, though, doing like uh, flips? Tom Holland? Yeah. He likes doing a flip. He seems pretty athletic. He is good and athletic. Mm-hmm. He can do a bunch of bunch sure. of business should it come down to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me ask you an important question. Was second Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield, who I think is a good actor, mm-hmm. was he let down by his by those movies? Um was he oh, well, okay. Who would let him down? Like the writer, director, producers, like the people who put him into those movies, do you feel like he was just thrown into garbage and that's what 
So I don't think they're a great. I don't think they're good movies myself. So. No, I don't think they're. Uh, well, the second one is just. Oh, it's a terrible mess. Yeah, is is a is a horror horrible mess. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's and a, it's an inexplicably horrible mess. Like when you see when you see uh, Spider Man Three, the Sam Raimi one, you can see where it went off the rails. Like you can understand. Oh, this had too much was put into this film. Like yeah. there's just too much going on. Whereas, well, I guess Spider Man Two with Andrew Garfield has the sort of same problem. There's like too much villainy in the movie to it can't fit that many villains into a movie but even if it could like you start off with a okay to answer your question yes but then uh <laughs> yes he was let down but then i don't see how andrew garfield would fit into the avengers like i don't see how like the, what they do with the uh, the new fella yeah um uh what's his name holland tom holland tom holland yeah. uh you know he's got that young oh golly geez oh mm-hmm. mr stark i tell sure, you well, sure, whereas sure. andrew garfield even though he's playing roughly this you know just a couple of years older uh as a as a character yeah he's just more of a man mm-hmm. he's just more of a guy that would just be another yeah. character he wouldn't have that kind of thing so i don't know what the films would be like if you'd continued mm-hmm. on with an with an Andrew Garfield? I think they made a nice move with uh, with that actor, and that works better for the for the upcoming movies. Also, it's just really he's really charming and great. Um, but yeah, the second film, uh, you got you got problems from the get go with uh, you know Jamie Fox playing that uh, nerd that's just over the top. <laughs> that's so over the top, he would not have been out of place in like say a Superman four. Like it's mm. that level of just full on ner- like what it actually literally does feel like it's like he saw those films yeah. and went got it <laughs> I know how this goes <laughs> and it's also very similar to the kind of nerd that's played by uh, Uma Thurman in when she's Poison Ivy it's just that kind of <laughs> <laughs> it's like well that hasn't been what she a did nerd- that twice because she does that in that movie where she is a super powerful character yes, with my Luke super Wilson. ex-girlfriend yeah. yeah yeah but but that's the kind of uh that uh, <laughs> nerd is hasn't been around for a while that's like old timey nerd yeah you know, and I mean, he, they're still around we just don't want to see them yeah in he's more anymore. effective than when it was radio like it's just like he's so over the top and yeah. then like his origin, he wasn't radio who was radio cuba gooding jr oh it's just, you know i don't want to say it's uh, the same performance but let's just say it is uh i apologize for that <laughs> that's he okay. wasn't radio I, I apologize i didn't see radio yeah um and then you got like you got him like falling into a vat of eels while being hit by lightning and all this other shit and it's yeah. just like well what's this about? what is this a cure for wellness right and what am i do- like he doesn't seem like he's a super like a bad guy yeah but then he becomes bad right away, and, and then and weirdly to the point where we're all right with him being like killed at the end. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You yeah. can you can do this, like because they did do this with like Doctor Octopus, mm. where like he was driven crazy. Yeah. But then he gets to redeem himself later on. That's the arc, man. Yeah. That's the you know, what you do. Uh, and this one was just like, no, I'm now evil. Well, what the fuck off? <laughs> you got in an accident. You mm. got some brain damage. Now you're evil. Now we should kill you. No, that's. That's bullshit on on uh, like on on every level. Yeah, and then you got Paul Giamatti playing the rhino, and like, what the hell is that? What the hell is that? Well, and it, then you kill off your best character. That's also dumb. <laughs> and I'm spoiling the movie because it's dumb and you shouldn't see it and it's awful. Who's the best character? Gwen Stacy. Hmm. She's your heart, man. Yeah. She's yeah. she's the grounding force. And she's going on a journey and she's gonna go become something. Snap. And she's gonna go to yeah, I'm gonna go to England. I'm gonna go follow my dreams. I'm doing all this stuff. Yeah, kill. <laughs> oh, that's great. And what and what do you get out of that? Well, Spider Man's bummed out for a bit. Yeah. Oh, and then what? And then he's fine. Oh, that's great. What a great arc. <laughs> thanks. You know, thanks. Thanks for that, you dinks. The other thing that's curious about those films is that they seem to not like 
costumes. Like none of the villains have like costumes. Like the Green Goblin character just kind of shows up. Oh fuck, I forgot the Green Goblin's in this too as well. And he's like he's oh. his hair is like gelled into like you know kind of like he's his hair is spiky like he stuck his yeah. finger in a socket like is this is this your costume? This thing you just kind of showed up with some glitter on your face and your hair sticking up. That's okay. Yeah. It doesn't seem like, but Electro doesn't wear like a costume. The Rhino doesn't wear a costume. His co- his he has a vehicle that's as a rhino, but he's just dressed like a guy inside it. Yeah, and then later on, yeah, he's. Uh, I don't understand their illness to 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 costumes. That's part of the fun of of the movies is the costume villains and costumed heroes. Well, that's something that the Marvel Marvel movies later on did was they just embraced that completely and just mm-hmm. went, "Let's go for it." Yeah, and now you're fine. Yeah, have fun with it. Yeah, go, go in. This is what we're here lean, for. Lean into it. We're, so we're we're here for this. Yeah, we're here. We went to a comic book. Comic book movie. Don't don't pretend it isn't. Yeah, we're fine with Darth Vader. We're too classy. So we're all right. Yeah, that's the thing. Like if you look at old, uh, you know, uh, like TV shows where you know they got like a Daredevil or something, and they're trying to do it. They're like, okay, well, we can't go too. Well, they've far. kind of done that on the TV show with Daredevil as well. They got rid of the costume. Yeah, I don't know if that was the I don't best like idea. That, in the world. Yeah. yeah. Why is he walking around with a handkerchief on his head? And does it stay on all the time? Like, how does he keep it on? He's fighting people. In this, with yeah, this doesn't make head. things better. Yeah. Yeah. No, agreed. No, I think you're. I think you're right, Andrew Garfield. Yes, he was let down by that. I just say, say that because whenever I think, but of that, not as much as the audience was. Because <laughs> Andrew Garfield, the difference between Andrew Garfield and the audience is he got paid he a couple paid, of million bucks yes, for that, he did. and the audience is out sixteen dollars. <laughs> and wow, you went to an expensive place. I didn't go to the VIP. I just saw it in a. I think I saw it on home video, but uh, oh, you didn't buy any popcorn. I did not buy popcorn. All right. That's true. If you buy popcorn, you really do change the place. Oh, man. You said popcorn. That made me hungry. <laughs> no, there's a scene in the movie where he's talking with Harry Osborne. <laughs> Which we've already been through, right? I know. We just but went through I it. I just love his performance so much, though, because he's like, they're, they're standing by this railing by the by the river, I guess by the, what's that river called that runs through past? Hudson River? Hudson River. Yeah, Hudson River. And he's talking, and he says, like, something like, I don't know, I don't know, he says, but as he says it, he crawls over the, the railing in some kind of weird way, like he's, like, he's just nervous about talking, and so he's, like, almost like he's putting, like, himself, like, this railing between him and Harry mm-hmm. in this weird way, but he's doing it unconsciously, but it's a weird choice, but it really works. Like, I love little actor moments like that, where they just yeah. kind of throw something in that is probably not in the script, and they just kind of do it, and I'm just like, that's really funny. Is this like in... um. I love the scene in The Fighter where um, Chris, uh, Christian Bale, his character, he runs over to Amy Adams' place and he, you know, pushes the speaker, the speaker button, and they have a fight. And then he gets talks to her into coming downstairs, and then he's waiting there, and they've created this moment of him like, you know, get down here, I want to talk to you. No, you get out of here. No, you get right down here. All right, I'm coming down. And then he's waiting there, and then there's this person walking a dog across the street, and he goes, "What kind of dog is that?" <laughs> It's such a weird moment, but I love it because it feels so real. Like he's just one of those people. He's got, you know, he's he's a drug addict in the movie, but he's one of those drug addicts who are like self medicating because they're they're so hyper all the time that they can't stop talking and doing this and that and da da da. And you know, I can't just stand here and wait. I go, what kind of dog is that? You know, it's oh, it's just so right right on that kind of personality. I say, oh, perfect moment. And the person went, a boxer, and he went ironic it's like are you that kind of fighter no but still it's the on theme okay enjoy the rest of your movie good luck with this bye because the person walking by knew they were in a movie that was their character arc you know who told them the talking dog 
That's how they knew they were in a movie. <laughs> they were like, wait a minute, I'm in a movie. Those talking dogs are spoilers. Here's here's what I think you can do now, because we've got uh, Into the Spider-Verse is a thing that uh, people like. I went and saw it again. I saw it again, too, last night with uh, with um, my wife, uh, my sister-in-law, and uh, third dragon, Nina Matsumoto. Oh, I'm glad that she got to see it. Yeah, because she likes the uh, creators, and she likes the... Uh, and she likes the uh, uh, Spider-Man. I saw it in 3D. Better or worse? Which I'm not a huge fan of 3D. But to be honest with you, I could hardly tell it was in 3D. I don't know if the theater... We went and saw it at a, like a kind of a, you know, like not an expensive theater. Okay. You know, like kind of a, a place that's, you know, kind of budget theater. Sure. So I don't know if their 3D is so-so or if the movie wasn't like really thrown it at you. Just, it was just there. I'd be curious it, to see it in IMAX 3D, maybe, mm-hmm, but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And and how does it hold up second viewing for you? Oh, I really, I really liked it actually, because there's things that they kind of foreshadow that you don't. Oh yeah, yeah. There's okay. some there's stuff I see uh, like all the time. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed it, and uh, we we saw it like um, Eve, Lisa, me, Mary, and her boyfriend. We all all saw it. Together, and how did so the gang nice. feel about yeah, it? Yeah, they all enjoyed it. Even I had already seen it, so. But everyone else really enjoyed it. We enjoyed it also. Just, had, but I think like now it. that they've like set that up, that there's all these different worlds with mm-hmm. all these different Spider-Men. Yeah, I think you could bring back uh, Tobey Maguire or an Andrew Garfield mm. in animated form sure. of like, yeah, they're just the Spider-Man of uh, of their okay. world, yeah, yeah. and like, there you go, have them voice it or mm. something like that. Yeah, it's 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 fun. It's a really well done film. Really clever and and. Yeah, a, good good emotion has lots of heart, but also has lots of fun, like good comedy in it as well, which right. I think we've come to expect from Marvel films now. You know, I mean, and they get the, here's the thing, they get the humor right, which I think like a lot of movies get humor okay, mm. but I think they also get the heart right. They get yeah. they get like, well, what's the point of this? Yeah, why are where are we doing this movie besides <laughs> you know, bam, bam, blam, blam, boom, boom, blam, sure, sure, and sure. I think a movie like Spider Man Two that we were talking about earlier. Like, what's the point? What's the lesson you're supposed to learn? Yeah. Try your best and your friend will die, but you'll get over it. Or, you know, support your friend and you'll die. Like, what's the thing? Or, you know, hey, nerd, uh, you know, you have an accident, you'll turn evil and everyone will want to murder you. Yeah. Hey, nerd, screw you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's a a problem. (laughs) It seems like a weird message, especially for a comic book movie where you assume that there's going to be a certain amount of audience members who... Are going to like, you know, sympathize with the nerd character in a movie, and then you're kind of like, "Hey, nerds, fuck you." Yeah, <laughs> this is like, this is the what? this is the Clark Kent <laughs> dilemma. It's like uh, you want as you know, it used to work as a nerd, like the idea of like you're a nerd. Yeah, but you know what people don't know yeah. is that underneath all this, you're really a Superman. Like mm. if they really knew what you were, what you were, yeah. they'd uh, everyone would like you, and don't worry about it because they just don't know the real you. It's okay. Sure. But then as you go into the movies, you're like. Wait a minute. Is Clark Kent just making fun of me? Like, it seems like Clark Kent is just a nerd face and just like, <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. Is that a comic book fan you're making? Is yeah. that who you, I don't think is that's that the what idea you think Kent, I am? Though. Yeah. I don't think that's the idea of Clark Kent. I think Clark Kent is supposed, is like Superman in disguise and not in an insulting way, just in a way that this is the person that you're least likely, at least seems like right. Superman is someone who's sort of shy, a bit of an introverted you know, a little clumsy, you know, now not, here's kind my, of awkward. Whereas uh, Superman's very much, hello, everyone. I'm Superman. I am very brave. And yeah, I was watching, uh, we actually went to see, um, uh, Superman was in theaters uh, uh, over the last little while. And so we went to see it, the original, uh, not the original, original, but you know, the Christopher Reeve sure. first Superman sure. movie. Cl- and boy, Two thirds of a good movie. 
oh, there's some problems. Oh, of course there is. And I know you hate the poem. Well, I don't like the poem, but something that I had, <laughs> had not realized was they were talking, well, there's a couple of things that you just go, what are you doing? Like, mm. here's just a real basic thing. And sure, then we'll okay. get, we'll circle around. Sure, sure. We'll circle around to uh, the problems of uh, nerds and uh, creeps. Okay, so... <laughs> This thing where like uh, <laughs> Superman gets put in the uh, in the in the rocket and he's sent off. Well, it's not oh, even from a Krypton. rocket. It's yeah. a it's a jeweled case. And he's sent <laughs> he's sent he's sent away. And then by God, they show Krypton dying for a very long time. Mm. Like really, it's been a to be honest with you, I've seen that film two times. Yeah, they lean into the cruelty of okay. a lot of stuff like real hard. Like the first thing you see is them banishing the criminals who we don't know who these people are. Yeah, and Jor-El's there and just like. And you, you can't even talk, and yet you do all this evil. It's like, well, why are you making fun of the disabled guy? <laughs> That's not really the go-to. Yeah, and just yeah. like, and you, the woman, with your perversions and your <laughs> hatred of men. I'm like, mm, wait a minute. What do you mean perversions? What's okay? I get this, but what's the perversions? What do you, what do you, what are you really getting rid of her for? And then you know, General Zod, you tried to rebel. I'm like, maybe he should have rebelled. This yeah. doesn't look like the best culture. He just insists on wearing Birkenstocks. Right, and the other thing. <laughs> It's the Phantom Zone. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, okay. And then, and yeah, yeah, you think like, well, General Zod's a bad guy, but then you know, the next thing you see is him with the science people, and he's going, "I got to save. Is everything's going to blow up?" It's like we don't believe you. Well, then maybe Zod would have believed you. Maybe if you let Zod run things, you know, I know things aren't great, but this whole planet's going to die. So whatever Zod was planning, yeah, it couldn't have been worse than this. So you did not do a great job with Zod going away. Let's mm. give Zod a shot. Because, you know. That makes sense. Really? Yeah. Do you think Zod would have not believed Zod it? is a reason for this. He was a climate that changed denier. Created this whole <laughs> and problem. And he, he did the thing? Yeah. That is one thing. Build the wall. One thing I did like uh, in the Superman animated series. Build the Phantom Zone. That was yes. the general Zod thing. Build the zone. <laughs> Something I like that crime uh, will go down, down. Crime will go down. You got to think of something we... with a zone, yeah. <laughs> zone, leave us alone. Get in the zone. Um, something they did well in the cartoon was okay. they had the reason that the science this is the nineteen forties one. No, this was the uh, late nineteen eighties or early nineties one with okay. Paul Dini and Bruce Tim. Okay, and they came up with a really good reason for the science council not believing them. Okay, and it's like because the science council believed in science, but they put too much faith into their computer system. And I their see. computer system was Brainiac, and Brainiac, ah. and Brainiac went. Ah, I'm tired of this planet. Uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm gonna give them some bad info. So they just give them some bad info, and they uh. went, "No, things are fine." And uh, when the planet blew up, Brainiac went, so long, jumps, and off Brainiac went to like uh, go do other things, because they yeah. wouldn't let Brainiac go. Uh-huh. But if the planet's blown up, Brainiac's fine. He fucks off, and he's fine. And it's like, now you got a reason for Superman to hate Brainiac, because he got his planet blown up. <laughs> I just got to tell you that it's so funny to hear you keep saying Brainiac. Because <laughs> yeah. it's like an insult, right? Like, yeah, hey, way Brainiac. to go, Brainiac. Nice job, Brainiac. <laughs> anyway, so, so they send, in the movie, they send him into space. Yeah. And it's like... Uh, you know, uh, he won't be alone. He'll have me with him the whole time. And he does, because he's basically giving them a podcast, which is just full of information. Mm. Point. But the first thing is, the very first thing that they teaches him is like, yeah. Einstein's laws of physics. <laughs> like, Einstein? <laughs> oh, you're Krypton! What are you bringing up? Like, I, and I turned, yeah. I turned to uh, Vicky, who was there, and I went like, did he say Einstein's? Like, yeah, he says Einstein. What's he talking about? <laughs> and then later on, you know, it's really unclear is like how how old um, 
how much time has passed or what's going on? Because like later on, Jor-El says to uh, when he's in the uh, you know, Fortress of Solitude, I've been dead for thousands of years. You've been dead for thousands of years. Okay, so is this a light speed thing? Yeah. And like, you know, is that okay? But but if That's that weird. is the case, then seriously, how do you know Einstein? Because Einstein wasn't around yeah. in uh, you know 2000 BC. And so my nerdy uh, thing on that is like, oh, well, he wasn't speaking English. He was speaking Kryptonese. So he was just translating. So whoever the equivalent of Einstein was in Krypton, yeah. that's what they're talking about. But he doesn't. He says fucking Einstein came up with a theory of relativity my cynical, for Krypton. My cynical thinking is that uh, Merlin Brando forgot his lines. You're, not, you're probably not wrong. D- did he deserve the $13 million he got paid to do that role? Yes. Okay. Yes, he actually does. Oh, really? Watching it this time? Yeah. Yeah, he makes... Because everything else is bullshit. Yeah. Like, it's bullshit at the beginning. You need a really good actor to ground this thing. Okay. And he's the only one who's like doing anything yeah. okay but here's the thing then they they've he uh, basically superman's in space for two years he's two years like in space learning all this shit mm. then later when he turns 18 he's like i've got to go why well i found a crystal and he throws it <laughs> he throws it in the arctic yeah and uh and then and then, he and then the yeah he creates the thing fortress of solitude fortress of solitude but then he spends 12 years in the fortress of solitude Getting trained by uh, by Jor-El as well. Mm. So this poor guy. By the time we meet him, he's thirty. Mm. He's 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 he spent like fourteen years of his life in school as a loner, like completely alone from anybody. Homeschooled. Homeschooled. It's hard to fit to in there. De- no wonder he's so awkward. I know, and it feels weird because it's like, oh, oh it's now I'm going to teach you everything. Yeah. And there's nothing that where 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 Clark Kent goes. Your voice sounds familiar. Did I listen to it solidly for two years? Like, what do you mean, new guy? Yeah. I'm real hip to your voice, Jack. Like, there must be, there should be a little something of like, oh, you sound familiar. You're the guy that talked to me straight for two years, right? You were my mom, basically. Mm. You know, and no. I'm going to teach you about the bird's LBs. Yeah, and what did you learn? And when the kid, like, lands on Earth, does he come out just going, I know physics? <laughs> like, what else, what other shit does he teach him? That's right. He said Einstein. Those are the first words. Right. And then later on, you know, don't travel back in time. Mm. And then he freaking does, and there's no, so, no consequences for anything. So Ma and Pa Kent in this version. Yeah. Ma's a creep. Ma's a creep. Yeah. Because the kid crashes. Yeah. And the first thing is Pa's like, oh, we gotta, we gotta try and find who his uh, parents are. And she's like... Or we could just say that he's our, uh, you know, that he's my cousin's kid yeah. who uh, she died and uh, we're looking after him. What? That's a creep move, isn't it? It's just like we're not even going to try and find his. Well, he what? could crash in a spaceship. It seems unlikely. We don't know it's a spaceship. It could be a government thing. It could be like a, okay. a whole bunch of other reasons. Sure. It could have been like, a, I don't know what. Government jewels. But she even off the top is just like, no, this we found a baby. That mm. fucking baby's ours. Yeah. We're going to keep the baby. Okay. And that's it. It's weird. Everyone's selfish. Everyone's a selfish jerk. Okay, but please continue. <laughs> Everyone in the movie is selfish? Pretty much. Huh. And Okay, but here's what I was going to say about Clark Kent. Yeah. So Clark Kent is just a, such a weird character. Uh, I really like Christopher Reeves' Clark Kent. He's great at it. Yeah. He's great at it. But what's... Okay, so Superman, there's a whole thing about like how... you know, And this is like a prime plot point. Uh, it's like, you know, Superman never lies. Mm. He never tells a lie. Okay. Except he's lying to her 
the whole fucking time. Mm. You know, he's pretending to be this other guy. He's just lying to her mm. about being, you know, if, if, if she, in later films, she directly confronts him. Just like, are you Superman? No, Lois, what are you, crazy? Like, well, you're <laughs> fucking lying to her. Of course you lie, you know, okay. you lie, you're just a, a straight out liar. But here's the other thing. It's more of a fib. Okay. But soup, but Clark Kent is creeping on her the whole time, which is like, hey, Lois, do you want to go out on a date? Golly, Lois, go out with me, Lois. And like at times where he knows that she's going to go out with Superman that night because yeah. he's Superman. So what kind of mind fucking game are you playing on her? Let me get it. She said, okay, Clark. She does. She's like that time well, she, where she, she she dumped Superman for Clark Kent. Well, no, well, she, when she when the whole poem scene and flying yeah. around, yeah. then the, she lands and there's a knock on the door. Hey, Lois, remember that we had a date tonight? Uh, I waited for for this amount of time. Okay, okay, you prick. <laughs> what, you, a, what a role he's playing. Yeah, you you fucker. Yeah. Yeah. You know you know you were just flying with her. Okay, so you're just playing this damn mind game on her. Mm. What the shit is that about? You dink. You know the whole the whole the whole time. You know, it's just okay. like don't ask her out at the same time that you know Superman's doing this. Yeah. And you know, if you're going to date her as Superman, don't date her as this guy, and don't act like this guy's. Uh, you know, sad that she's dating Superman. Sure. You're Superman, you shithead. I have to say, I I can see what you're saying, but you're being okay. you're being a little hard on the movie. I think. On who? On the movie. Why? Because of the time period. No, just because they've found a way to make Superman interesting. <laughs> You're taking it away. Like getting him into a love triangle with himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is, a, which is an interesting love triangle. I'll give you that. There you go. I mean, but, how, but, how, that, how? but that Superman enjoys it mm. makes him a jerk. Okay. Makes him a jerk, I think. You know. Uh, uh, everyone does a good acting job, though. Uh, Christopher Reeve's great. Margot Kidder's great. Gene Hackman's great. Yeah. Uh, Ned Beatty does a nice job. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I mean, I never. I'm not a fan of the movie. Like, I did not enjoy it when I saw it in, mm-hmm. in grade eight. I thought, I especially didn't like the ending of it, and that's why I always say it's two thirds of a. Of a and maybe I should say it's two thirds of an okay film because there's other as- aspects of it that I didn't really enjoy very much. But um, you know, when I was going into it, when I, when I saw it in grade eight, I did not know who Superman was really. Like, sure, I knew of him. Yeah, you, you know, know the shirt. I knew the shirt. I knew. I knew kind of the generalities of his. Of his. Sure. Of his character, but I, I never read the comics or anything. Did so. you ever watch the George Reeve uh, TV no, show? No, no. I was a big fan of that show. So that really, was, I, oh, this yeah, yeah. wasn't available to me. Oh, it was, it was quite good. So yeah, I just went into the movie like this is kind of the idea that like, oh this sounds fun, so we'll go see a fun movie. But there's a lot of the movie that isn't that fun. No, it's so. dark and mean, mm-hmm. and uh, and everyone's a jerk. <laughs> And it takes forever for Superman yeah. to show up. I don't mind that everyone. I don't. Oh, I, I don't like the idea that Superman's a jerk. But I don't mind that other people are jerks because that's kind of the idea that the movie. It would be fun. It has that kind of screwball, screwball comedy element right. of like Gary Cooper, Mister Deeds coming to town. Sure. And everyone's a wolf at the door, you know. But then everyone becomes better at the end because of of him, and that's the angle you got to do. Yeah. You got to do the Capra thing of like everyone could be a, a jerk at the beginning, mm-hmm. but then Superman turns them around, and yeah. And there's Instead a little of turning the Earth around. <laughs> yeah. You should turn them around. There's a little bit of that with Miss Tessmacher where she yeah. does make a. Make a choice because you know, okay. but also they they layer that up because like her mom's gonna die, so they don't really even make that an ethical choice. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's here's something that's really like, come on, it's a movie, smarten up. <laughs> it's like you start off the very beginning of the movie with we're three villains, really bad villains, even though they're not really villains, and making fun of them for being disabled, yeah, and perversions. <laughs> okay, and it's like Joel, we will destroy you and your heirs. That's a weird thing. Heirs. So here's what I'm going to do. They meant his his superior, his superiorness. 
It's weird though. It's like putting on airs. I guess so. But because no, he. I mean, Jor. Uh, like Zod knows he's got one kid. Zod knows. Yeah, Zod only knows what I do <laughs> in the Phantom Zone. Uh, but like, I know you've got a baby. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to kill you and your heirs. Now I'm going to let you have a couple more kids because I want lots of heirs, and then I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. Uh, you will all kneel kneel before Zod. So it's like, okay, this is the villain of the movie. Sure. So if you're watching this movie... That was the original intention. Right. Well, this is clearly... If you're going into this movie, yeah. and it starts off with, bwah, ha, ha, ha. Okay. And you would be waiting through this whole movie, looking at your watch, <laughs> for these jerks... I don't remember feeling that way just, when I saw well, it. Well, if you were an adult, you would. Because you would go, these are the villains. Yeah. Like, if you start off a movie just going, hello, I'm going to kill your son. That's what I'm going to do. Your son is who I'm going to kill. Well, I'll leave you now. Bye. Leave. You expect, you know, oh, there's his son. Well, I tell yeah. you, this this guy's, you know, sure. son's going to come. And by the way, dad's going to have to warn him about these three fucks because mm. mm. that's a huge thing. And they're talking for 12 years. So he knows these guys are coming. By the way, later on in Superman 2, no idea who these guys are. You talk for 12 years. Give them the heads up at the threatening guys <laughs> in the mirror dimension might be coming. Okay, maybe. 12 fucking years. But who Sorry. knew the mirror would get broken? Did I say 12? I meant 14. There was yeah. two with the baby thing. Anyway, so it's like, uh, we're going to come and kill you. Never show up. Yeah. So that's a weird thing. He also went to school, like in, in a school, like it. Like a schoolhouse school, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, even though he'd been like educated already in the thing and knows mm. all the Einstein physics. So <laughs> they don't touch on that at all. In in Hicksburg. He would have been a gifted child. Yeah. So the two things they really set up are I'm gonna come and these villains are gonna like hurt you. Never do. And then Jorel, like twice, whatever you do, do not interfere in mankind's destiny. Do not do it. Yeah. It's forbidden. Okay. Does it? Yeah. Happy ending end of movie. <laughs> You know what I say to that? Have you watched your own movie movie? Maybe mm. movie 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 watch your own movie. Okay, what do you say to that? If you had any other movie where the whole thing was, whatever you do, don't open that box. Yeah. Whatever you do, don't open the box. Yeah. Don't open it. Sure. I swear to God. Open the box. Credit roll. <laughs> yeah. Everything's fine. There's nothing in the box. <laughs> but you have to admit that when you saw Superman 2 and then those characters reappear, it felt like a real payoff to something that was set up in the first film. And you're like, oh, now this could be good. Maybe yeah. that's why that movie, maybe that whole element of that movie really carries it. Because, you know, there are, once again, problems with that film, you know. And it just could be, it could just be like time time problems you know like it's hard to remember like when i watched that movie so long ago did i were the things i objected to or things that i didn't like you know i don't remember like you know being like i can't believe that his mom would just keep him or whatever you know i think because you know the story so you're not you're just like well that's a story you're not like i can't believe she'd do that you already know that she does that you know that the mom and pop keep the baby they find right but they really and they really skip over the unfortunately like like they skip over everything you go that would be interesting like the first thing you see is like the the kid lifts up the tractor and it's like oh yeah it's incredibly strong sure oh my gosh oh well this will be interesting seeing how these old people raise this kid <laughs> yeah and then skip skip till where he's 18 yeah. oh i'm a nerd and uh you know no one's no one's there's there, oh that's the other thing so then you got like a bully that's bullying him like clark hey clark clean up this mess I was like, oh, Brad. I was like, well, oh, Brad. And like, Brad goes off and yeah. they do all this stuff. And like, oh, well, boy, howdy. I bet Clark's going to really give it to Brad later. We're going to, no, nothing. We're not going to pay off Brad at all. <laughs> nothing. We're doing nothing with that at all. Nothing. Yeah. Okay, fine. 
So, you know, well, Superman yeah, goes, I'm, Superman then goes home and dad has a heart attack. Mm. And, uh, and then, uh, you know, like, uh, <laughs> it's kind of funny, like a little bit later on, he's like way out in this field and you see like his mom walking all the way out. I'm like, don't make your mom walk all the way out to the field. You jerk. Yeah. Like go back and go. Mom, Dad had a heart attack. She's an old lady. Don't make her walk a mile to see you to go. What's wrong, Clark? And he's like, I gotta go. Well, okay then. It's a bit of a shame with me because I gotta run the whole farm by myself as an old woman. And you know, clearly you're a super strong man. That's we probably leaned into that a bit, and that's how we've been working the farm. Well, I'll be going bankrupt. What are you going to leave for? 12 years, you say? <laughs> oh, that's no problem for me. I'll just take care of the farm on my own. Mm. Great. <laughs> Thanks, you hero. Once again, you, when you see it, though, you just accept those things yeah. because that's the story. And later on, like Clark's going, please send half of my salary to my, uh, to my mom. I'm like, oh, that's nice. Mom's dead. There's no way mom didn't work herself to death. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know how tough, how tough Ma Kettle is. <laughs> Yeah, it would be more interesting as a movie to have, like, I feel like Man of Steel blows it in the sense, in, in the way that, like, Pa Kent in that movie is just like a sociopath who's, like, training his son for some sort of unfeeling, uh, you know, like, demigod status. Like, just kind of get it ready. You don't care about anyone. Don't do anything. Don't help people. Don't. <laughs> what kind of advice is this? Yeah. Like, you. It's like. I guess the movie wants you to. It doesn't make sense because the idea that Jarrell, that's his name, right? Jarrell, mm-hmm. uh, the Marlon Brando character. Jarrell and his wife. Yeah. Laura. Laura. Laurel. Yeah. No. L'Oreal. Nope. Just Laura. <laughs> it's, it, again, I always like things like, I am Quagnox. Yeah. And this is my wife, Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, not even giving the, the women a funny alien name at all. Not even. Yeah, it's kind of. Like, it's yeah. everyone's. Every, that's by the insulting. Way, yeah, the women, the women really get short sh- shift yeah. in everything in this. Like, you know, the whole thing with, like, giving the baby into space. And it's like, my son. My son is going. There goes my son. And, like, the mom's there. <laughs> yeah, I'm a mom, I guess. Do I love the kid as well? Should, could I kiss what's, him goodbye? What's my motivation? Yeah, could I kiss him goodbye? How's this go? <laughs> Although, and also there's a sad thing, sorry, where like, you know, so they send them off and they look noble and off they go. And then Krypton starts to explode. Yeah. And then they go running for something. I don't know what they're running for, but they're like panically running for something. Yeah. Like, for what? Yeah. What are you running towards? The whole thing's going to blow up. You yeah, know this. Yeah. Why are you running like, what are you doing? Yeah. This doesn't make any sense. It looks weird. Yeah. And then we watch like a million Kryptonians they die. Should've, they should have just got down on the floor and started having sex. Yeah. You might as well go... Go with laughing. Yeah. And again, this is like 2,000 years ago, I guess. Uh, no, 4,000, because it's thousands and thousands of But they're of years an advanced, old. they're an advanced civilization. <sighs> yeah, they sure are. Boy, Krypton looks great. Anyway, sorry, <laughs> so I, I interrupted you. I know, you're right. That's the other problem with these movies, is they never make Krypton look like an appealing place. Yes. It's not, this doesn't look livable. In, Who would live there? The, no one. In the comic, what they did was they, they the, everyone was like kind of top of their game physically. Yeah. You know, and you see everyone just jumping over things and bouncing everywhere. It's yeah. like well, that looks like a fun culture where you can <laughs> run and bounce, and you're strong, and yeah. everyone's having a great time, and you're all kind of super powered. They're so busy you, bouncing, they didn't pay attention to climate change. That, well, that was the problem. They kept like breaking up the earth with all their heavy <laughs> bouncing, and kept punching the ground, and yeah, then they yeah. broke the earth. Whoops! <laughs> broke broke Krypton. Yep. But I interrupted you. Sorry. Oh, it's okay. I I, I was just gonna say that I feel like that these movies need that kind of Uncle Ben moment where. Ma or Pa talks to Clark. 
Like, there has to be some reason why he is helping. Well, there is people. one. There's a there is a there is one of those right before he dies. Okay, which is uh, you know, oh, Dad, you know, I could score the touchdowns. I could score them every time, but you know, they won't. But I, oh, jeez. And and uh, <laughs> son, I don't know why you're here, but I know it's not to score touchdowns, and I know you're here for a reason. Now you walk ten feet over that way. I gotta have me a heart attack. <laughs> Goy! Dunk. And then uh, it hits well, the ground. It was, it was, you have to admit, it was thoughtful of him to send Clark away a few feet before he right. suffered a ma- Oh, by the way, it was nice that in, in those two years of uh, instructions, Jorel never gave him instructions for CPR. Mm. Like, never like, well, yeah, it looks like you just collapsed about, you know, 30 <laughs> seconds ago. Nothing I can do. I don't know. Mouth to mouth. You know, give him a little He'd chest. Crush that old man. Chest compressions. He'd crush his chest. Might just pick him up and run him he'd to the hospital because we've established pieces. you are super fast. Sure. But he'd break him into pieces running, carrying him to the hospital. Oh, here's the other thing. Yeah. He runs next to the train. Mm-hmm. Super. Like, first of all, it's like, yeah. whatever you do, you can't show anyone what you're doing. And Except he runs next to the train. Yeah. And then, like, the little girl sees him. So, like, well, he other kills people- a little girl. <laughs> he kills a little girl. No, she's waking up uh, the actress who played Lois Lane in the TV show, which was nice. It was like, oh, yeah, let's take a look. And she wakes up too late. But it's like, there's other people on the train, you jerk. And also, here's... The George the- Reeves TV show. Yes, that's right. Okay. And here's the other thing about that is like, oh, I see. They're showing that he's faster than a locomotive. Oh, did you get the opening of the show mixed up where it's like faster than a silver bullet, the speeding bullet? Yeah. Stronger <laughs> than a locomotive? <laughs> Because we knew it was something. Because faster than a locomotive is okay, but that's not the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then he leaps in front of the locomotive. Did you think it was leaps in front? Oh well, it's fine. It's fine. Does he go to co- Does he go to college and study no. journalism? He just shows up at a newspaper and expects to get a job. He does because oh. he's a fast typist. I mean, it's a good joke. That's why he's hired. It's a good joke. It is a, it is a good joke. It's a good joke. Except uh, I don't know what typewriters were... Like, the typewriters yeah. they're showing there... Sure. Try typing really fast on those typewriters. Oh, you can't type really fast on those typewriters. They were designed so that you couldn't type fast That's right. Them, because the keys would, would uh, all come together. That's into, correct. In a clump. That's absolutely correct. So, so if you're Superman... Was, the keyboard was designed to slow us down. Yes. So you shouldn't actually use those keyboards anymore. They're, they're really inefficient. Yeah. So I'm like, well, he can be fast, but he's not really fast yeah you know but it's 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 fun yeah they don't really explain how he's hired as a reporter <laughs> or why he's or a reporter why. there's a lot of not explaining what goes on yeah yeah uh, i mean business. it doesn't, doesn't matter i guess we kind of boring if yeah you i don't know what the idea is like, him, like why do you need 12 resumes? years of study in your fortress of solitude mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. what's that about yeah what the, why do you need that and why is your fortress of Sol- solitude so unpleasant yeah it doesn't look like a nice place to be it looks cold and and there's no furniture in it. Mm-hmm. It's just crystals and things. It's a very, it's a very strangely designed movie. But then, uh, you know, I mean, Batman's Batcave is a very similar situation. It's the absolute reverse. Yeah, but he has like chairs to sit in. He's got chairs and he's and got a cool computer. And they and eventually, like, they go, "This is kind of bad. Maybe we'll give him a dinosaur and a giant penny and some <laughs> some stuff." You know, he's got cool well, car. I guess those things are good because they just they fill space, so you don't. Yeah, have to but draw you're in a, a fucking cave with bur- with bats <laughs> shitting on you. <laughs> We're well, really obsessed with that. animals shitting on. Have, did you get a, Did you get hit by someone in the last or by something uh, in the last couple of days? No, I've just uh, I've just walked under it's, wires. It's good luck, just so you know. Mm, that's don't what feel they bad. say. Don't feel bad. That's what they it's say. Good luck. Don't feel bad that everyone's laughing at you. Yeah, good luck. Sure. Don't feel bad that you have to go home and change out your clothes. It's very good luck. There you are. I mean, this was the one thing with Superman Returns with. Um, 
whatever that uh, actor is, and uh, Brandon Routh. You know, when he comes back and uh, he's a he's a total creep. Mm. Um, <laughs> it's not a million miles wrong from who Clark Kent is in the movies. Okay. You know, it's just like, oh, this is not. Oh, what was he? This kind of guy. He's a real. Yeah. No. No. That's pretty right mm. this character arc works you're not <laughs> you're not wrong yeah uh with with how this is going sure. you know, okay fair enough but yeah christopher reeve does a great job as superman and uh the one scene where he actually takes off his glasses and is going to like tell lois that he's superman and like just straightens up and you just see his face changes and like ooh, that's good then he goes back to the glass like <laughs> no no it's what it would be with it like well if lois decided to be romantic with you yeah how that's far? Even, how far? How far are you going to go with this? Like, are you just going to have sex real bad and yeah. make a lot bunch of mistakes? And like, oh Lois, oops, oh geez, Lois, I didn't mean to do that. Oh my, oh my face, all oh, the fluids. You're like, what? What are you going to do? How are you going to pay this off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if he, if she did, like, fully fall in love with one of the two, with the other one, would he be? Would he be upset? Yes, to so be so jealous of himself. Does, uh, I so, hate that Clark Kent. So basically, the only way this is going to work mm-hmm. is if Lois is in a polyamorous relationship with both of them. Yes. That they, you know, and they both have to be cool about it. Mm-hmm. Ugh, it gets weird. And then she'll be trying to get them together. Yeah, and then it's like, do you want to have like a three-way with yeah, like yeah. all three of them? Yeah. And like, could you? could. He could. Because he <laughs> he's so fast. He's so fast. Yeah, yeah. Then he makes that happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'd be kind of interested in seeing that and that's scene now. Superman Four. I'm looking forward to this next Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. That's not what they meant, but it's what you got. It's what you got. <laughs> oh, DC, bless your heart. Let's see. Let's see how Shazam is. We'll see. We'll see if they make that work. Well, the trailer looks good. Yeah, it's a good fantasy. The idea of like you're able to turn into a superhero. I like. Well, I like that element of it, but I also like how he acts like a 12 year old. Even when he's like in full size Shazam mode, he's yeah. still, you know, like they're walking in the trailer. They're walking along the Seven Eleven, sh- shoving food in their faces, and then saying to the girls, "We're heroes." You know, it's just, <laughs> yes, like yeah. It's just... The only the only flaw I can see to it mm-hmm. is that uh, it takes place in a world where there is Superman already and Batman and what have you. Okay, and they they you know it's like hey you know superheroes right yeah but not as a fantasy thing but as a superheroes are real superman's a guy who flies mm. around the sky yeah that'd be nice to be that guy so but and that was kind of the thing about captain marvel was captain marvel when he was called captain marvel yeah uh was the guy yeah in this universe he's sure. the only he's the guy mm-hmm. and he's got a but you know you go like oh it's superman i should go talk to superman and find out how to be a superhero it's just weird <laughs> that there's already like someone there that yeah. has most of the same powers sure okay that's fine but it looks entertaining it does i'm i'm all for it and I think like Aquaman is, uh, if not now, but uh, is uh, will soon be the most profitable DC movie that they've made for because uh, uh, they made it for movie. so little money. Yeah, fourteen dollars the cost of that movie. Yeah, yeah. You know why? Because Aquaman works for scale. <laughs> Come on, right. fist pound on that there one. You go. Nice, nice job. <laughs> we both have bandages on our fingers. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look at us. Skin my skin my knuckle. So it's, but I'm on the side, so it when it rubs against my other my pinky. No likey. I uh, I was playing with the cat, and we found a fun game, and then the cat found some deep claws and just went whoosh right into the finger. Did not mean it. 
he did. No, no, no. Totally. We were both very surprised. <laughs> like we both like were taken aback and looked at each other like, brother, I didn't mean that. Like I didn't mean that. It's like okay, we're good. That's the worst. Yeah, I got to go take care of this because I'm bleeding yes. pretty big. Those like I did not know I had these claws. powers. Yeah. Yeah. He said to me like, for all my powers, there was nothing I could do. <laughs> he put on his glasses and he said, "Where did he go?" <laughs> it's Kit Kent. <laughs> <laughs> The Daily Litter Box. Mm, it also here's another th- weird thing. I okay. didn't remember that the movie starts with a kid reading a comic book. Oh, I don't like remember it's that a, it's a pair of curtains and the curtains part. Oh, and they part and then there's a comic book. A kid's reading a comic book. Yeah, which isn't really an action comics, but it's a com- it's a comic. Yeah, and it's like in uh, 1938, the Daily Planet. Uh, you know, was started to you know, uh, do, you know, do all these good things. It was like all about the Daily Planet starting in 1938. So you're like, is this movie taking place in 1938? Yeah. And then we and then we go into space. Yeah. Like we go right from that into space. Sure. And they don't say like this is 1938. I guess they should have said it's thousands of years. Yeah, ago. I was gonna say they should have said it's eight. Oh wait, wait. Sorry. 8.36. Yeah, it, it actually gets weird as to like lost, when I've the movie all, takes place. I've lost all belief. Because in, it math. takes, it's 1978 when this is mm-hmm. happening. Yeah. Uh, he was away for like 12 years uh, you studying, you yeah. know, in the fortress. Sure. But th- which means then sort of like it's mid-60s when he's doing, uh, when, he, when he finds the crystal and he's 18. But it's pretty clearly the 1950s when he's in Kansas. Like all the... All the all the benchmarks and all the music and everything is like yeah. this is the fifties. Okay, yeah, it's really weird as to when when everything's going on. Well, that's not so bad. I mean, if you're gonna have like thirty years pass in between mm-hmm. things happening before he shows up in 1979 in New York, get, get a job at a paper because of his fast typing skills. Yeah. By Man, the way, I wish that was a. This also means Superman is thousands of years old. Because that's fine. Because if if Jor-El is going like I've been dead for thousands of years, yeah, yeah. Well, you were alive when Clark Kent was born. It took him a long time. It, it couldn't have been only two years in this in the capsule. Then it must have been much longer. It was two years in the capsule, but it's like this is this is the thing about the you know uh, the or Einsteinian physics. Oh, of the relativity like, of it. So he's actually not. He's not thousands of years old then. He's not thousands of years old, but the thousands of years because like past. time has been different for him. Yeah, traveling at the speed of light. But like, boy, that's that's a that's something you might want to just explain a bit. That's a bit confusing. But I'm sure, I'm sure there's lots in that movie that could have been explained. Like, for instance, how flying around the world backwards turns back time. I'd really like to know. Okay, well, works. here's another thing. The world is not a clock. So by the time that okay, so this means though, when Superman two, when the Phantom Zone shows up yeah. and is floating around, yeah. that means those guys have been in that for. Thousands of years. Yeah, that's why they're grumpy. Oh, yeah. They've had a bad time. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it feels like, no, it wasn't much longer. Uh, but yeah, you know, the idea, well, you could go either way with it. You know, maybe he, he goes around the world and that spins the world backwards and that does it. Or yeah. he just goes, spins around and that turns back time. So you're seeing the earth turn backwards because okay. perspective wise, yeah. we're now relative again. But then again, there's no, there's not, this is the other problem just as a movie. Yeah. Is like, no one said you could travel back in time. Where'd that come from? Oh, just yeah. where'd you pull that out of your ass? <laughs> I thought he was told not to travel back in time by by Jor-El. He was tra- he was told not to interfere in human history. Okay, but then all of a sudden he knows that he can travel back in time. He can't, but okay, okay, but he does. Um, <laughs> but sense. this is a guy yeah. who, mm-hmm. uh, like, the problem was yeah. two missiles are being fired. Yeah, I'm not fast enough to get both of them. Sure, but I am fast enough. To whip around the world yeah. so fast that I'm just whipping around the world. Yeah, yeah. 
So how fast are you, Jack? Yeah. Because you're fast out here. you have heat vision and can be flying in the other direction? Oh, there's so many reasons. There's so many fucking (laughs) things. Okay, but here's... Here's, Oh, sorry. Here was something I came up with, like, though, watching the movie. Yep. Because, uh, again, and I'm going to do a little spoilers for Superman the movie. Uh, it's okay. It's been around for a while. Luther is shooting two missiles. One yep. is being shot to the San Andreas Fault. Yep. The other one is being shot into New Jersey. It's uh, obvious what you let, which one you let go. <laughs> well, this was the thing. Yeah. He would have to go for that one. But uh, Tessmacher says to him, you never lie. I will free you from the kryptonite if you... Promise me you will go to do the Jersey one first because you've got to save my mother. Promise me you will you will stop the New Jersey missile first. Yeah. And he goes, I will. So he does. And then Lois dies. Then he goes, ah, and he flies back and uh, and and shows up. Uh, and you don't see him saving any of the missiles or stopping any of the missiles. Yeah. You just see him showing up next to Lois and just like there and, and, and she's fine. So my original problem with that was, oh, well, then he's gone back in time and he's, you know, uh, now there's a second Superman and there's all this thing. He's had to stop both missiles. Yeah. But then, like, watching it this time, I was like, oh, wait a minute. If you go with it, Superman's an asshole. <laughs> Superman just stopped the San Andreas Fault one this time. Yeah. And technically, he did stop the New Jersey one first, but he didn't the second time. But he did technically stop it the first time. Okay. Uh, but then he went back and instead saved... Uh, so in this world, New Jersey is gone. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Also, Metropolis is New York because it's got the Statue of Liberty in it, and I don't fucking know what they're doing about that. But <laughs> sorry to keep banging my, my hand on the on the table. So excited. Yeah. There's one thing I know. The Phantom Zone used to be good, and then they made it an hour long, and it just didn't pay off. It was too long. I think yeah. everyone knows that. Where's the twist ending? <laughs> exactly. Well... Well, oh, I'm, glad, I'm glad you enjoyed Superman. <laughs> I did, actually. I know you did. That's the thing about it. Like, we get mad at these movies, but actually they're just they're enjoyable garbage. Yeah. I did know. see uh, Glass as well, which is horrible. Glass is horrible. Glass is fucking horrible. I just watched Split a little while ago. Okay. In, in anticipation that Glass would be fantastic. Split wasn't that good either. Okay. I like James McAvoy in it. I thought he had a lot of fun. James McAvoy and, does a great acting job in, in this one, too. I like what I what really impressed me in Split is he's playing a character. He has one character called Barry, who's kind of like a a fashionista. You know, he's very very flamboyant character. Then he has this other character whose name I don't know, but it doesn't matter. Who's this very tight, buttoned down, repressed character? But this what's fun in the film is this tight, buttoned down, repressed character has to pretend that he's Barry to the psychologist to fool her mm. into thinking everything's okay. And it's really quite fun to see him doing this role where he's playing a character playing a character. Yeah. You know, and so I did enjoy his uh his part in that movie, but as a film overall it's not it's not great. Yeah, I'm not going to I'm not going to spoil Glass. Go see it. Whatever, fuck. You know. I'm not going to go see it. Okay, I'll tell, I'll, I'll tell you about it later. Um, I mean, I will see it when it comes on television or something, but I'm not oh, going to go oh, and see that's it. That's fine. Uh I have things to do in my life. It it looks like a movie that once again, they bring up all this stuff about comic books, mm. clearly showing they knew nothing about comic books at all. Yeah. Like, and they bring up, like, anytime anyone brings up a fact about comics, it's something that's just like, well, everyone knew that, mm. you know? And then the person that started it all was Superman with Action Comics number one. 
<laughs> yeah, people really. That's what we're going with. Like people don't. That's know. not even the really the first comics, but the first superhero. No, comics, no, he I actually guess. does bring up like you know the first comics where they were stapled over you know uh, comics, newspaper, newspaper comics. But then 1938, okay. and then Action Comics changes it forever. That's true. And the and you just oh, just all the comic shop stuff is just just shut up. And there's a small thing about he went on Wikipedia and researched this. That's it. It's like it's a guy who's never read a comic, <laughs> yeah. but read the Wikipedia article about what a comic sure, is. Sure. But like, there's a thing where. But doesn't uh, it always feel that way when you watch it? Every yeah, every time you go in a comic shop, with the exception of one comic that you could clearly see that uh, that uh, uh, my friend Cecil and my friend Mar- Marley do, uh, Shade the Changing Girl, was clearly seen. I was like, oh, that was nice. Uh, everything else is like generic comics. They just make them up comics. Okay. You know, like oh, and you're like oh, well, this is a world where you know, I guess Superman exists, but like it's mostly generic comics. This yeah. is what these things are. But then, like one of the last scenes in the movie, they're walking through the comic store, and it's like there's like a like a Batman thing that's on a TV. There's a giant picture of Wolverine. It's like where were these earlier? What's the? <laughs> is this? Are we in a world where this is all pro- okay? Well, what's the deal? Why? What do you could, mean, why could, in the world is what? Well, like it's like they couldn't use any copyrighted characters oh, in the okay. beginning yeah. at all. Yeah. Next time you go to the to the comic store again, it's just like all fake em ups. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, all right. And then like the one of the last scenes in the movie, they're walking through a comic store, and it's all the real stuff. And it's like, well, what was this? What's? Why is it all? <laughs> why is it all like? That is kind of odd. Why'd you use this? Yeah. Why'd you do this? And basically, if you like, here's what I'm going to say. If you like any of the characters in those previous movies, okay. this is not the movie for you. Mm. This is not the movie for you. I'm not the world's biggest Unbreakable he, fan. He is, so I, he, I, I did like Unbreakable. But it felt like, and then I was trying to It's kind of a very kind of down movie, Unbreakable. Like, I found it was like about someone finding out who they who they are and accepting who they are, yeah. and that was interesting, and I like the relationship. A real downer, that's what he found. But I like, but I like the relationship with him and his son. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like I, I like that bonding thing, and I okay. like the son, and the son's in this too, and it was the yes. same. It's the same actor. Yeah, I heard that, which is good because he's got a very unique face, and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, I like, I like this guy. Uh, but I was trying to think, what is it? What's my problem with M Night Shyamalan movies, like the later ones? Yeah, and with this one, it became really clear, which was like. Uh, you forgot about the characters and just went with a plot. Uh, you had a clever. That's the worst thing in the world, isn't it? Yeah, that was a clever plot thing, mm. and you you you, uh, you 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 take your focus off the characters. Yeah. Uh, in in order to serve the plot, exactly. And like you know, and they're not they're not people anymore. They're just they're automatons right. being moved through a story. Like so, the best you can get is well, mm-hmm. that's clever. Yeah. But clever doesn't. Doesn't do it for you, especially in a world where you've got like an Into the Spider Verse or almost any of the Marvel movies. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just like, hmm, yeah, no, you can't do, you can't uh, do that. I feel that's the case sometimes with like, a, like a like a Ben Affleck Batman. Okay, you're like, okay, here's what Batman's like. He's like this and like this, and he's dark and he's this and this and this. Like, okay, um, well, let's just see the character. Mm, there's not really any character. Well, then the, what's the thing? <laughs> and we don't. It doesn't matter all the clever bits. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. you're doing. Nothing matters if you don't uh, care about the character. It's very underwritten. Those those um, are, are the DC films. Yeah, I, I feel well. DC films, I feel like, are written for the executives who are overseeing those films. Mm-hmm. They're not written for people who are fans of those those movies. It just feels like there's a bunch of egos who are all want to get their all want to get their ideas onto the screen. You can do another angle on it too, which is like you can you can really underwrite a character, which is fine. Yeah. Your main character as long as you uh like really 
pad the other characters because what you can do is kind of what they did in the George Reeve Superman show. He didn't have a lot of personality aside from sure. Clark's kind of a happy guy yeah. and Superman's a get things done guy, yeah. but it let you project yourself into Superman and now sure. I see myself as Superman. That's yeah. great. I would say a modern equivalent would be John Wick where there's not really yeah. there's not really a personality to that character. He, He's just, he's like a kind of robot on a mission. Yeah, you've got no idea what John Wick's favorite food is, <laughs> what he would do on his day, yeah. you know. Yeah. You know, what he, does he do on a day off? He'd probably know. read, you know, and pet his dog. He'd walk his dog, is what he'd do. He'd play sure. with his dog. Yeah. Um, you know, he likes to drive around fast in his car. Yeah. But, but that's can, more of a, but the reason he likes to drive around fast in his car is so that the car moves the plot by someone wanting his car. Yeah. There's no other reason to show the car thing because we don't really understand why he likes the car. Yeah, the projection is a good thing. You you can projecting yourself into a into sure. a hero, that's fine. Uh the, the the Marvel movies I think also do a good job in that, you know, you might want to be those heroes whereas you would never want to be a DC hero because they're miserable. Yeah. You know, you never want that life at all. And and they I think I think at certain points people are embarrassed of doing a superhero movie so I'm going to make it mature so I'm going to make everyone bummed out. <laughs> I was like, well, <laughs> Why would you want that? Yeah. You know? What's the fun of that? Like, why? Wonder Woman is having a great time on Paradise Island. That looks fun. Yeah. Like, what a great island. That's great times. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd want to be that. And then the rest of the movie, you know, she does cool things, but it's like, would you want to be in World War One? No, not really. <laughs> would you want to be a woman back then? No, not really. That didn't look fun at all. Okay, well, then we got, we got a problem. Oh, wait a second. She does a lot of office work at the Louvre. What do you think of that? <laughs> like, what? Like a lot of filing? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That sounds like a good, great. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Yeah. Like, at least in the TV show, she worked for the military, didn't she? Yeah, and she goes off on adventures and like, listen, Diana, I'm going to send you to Acapulco. What you've got to do here is do this, this, and this. Like, all right, I will. That sounds fun. That would be even, I haven't seen the show for a long time. So now in my mind, I'm like, oh, it'd be so cool if she's like being sent there as herself. Like, so they don't know she's Wonder Woman, right? So she's just being sent for this little thing, but then it becomes much bigger. And they're like, how is she going to handle it? Oh, she handled it perfectly. But they don't know how. Like, they're just like, this seems to be outside of her. Okay, we'll have to, next time we can send her in this situation. Well, she was, that's the thing, as Diana. You can really Ethan Hunt this. As Diana Prince, she's not a nerd. Yeah. She's actually very competent at her job, which is a nice thing. That's a good thing. Yeah. And so that's why it's always like Steve Trevor's like, well, we got to get Diana in on this. Come on, mm. let's, let's bring her in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's always weird now in the comics where it's like, it's Diana Prince. And like, oh, there's a Princess Diana. Listen, Princess Diana, you just missed when Diana Prince was here. Hey, Diana <laughs> Prince, you missed. Wait a minute. I'm a dumb guy. <laughs> Listen, Cato, you just missed when Cato was here. Cato was here with the Green Lantern. Now you, Cato, are here with this other guy. Looks a lot like a, a Green uh, Hornet. Now, yeah. you're here, now you're here with the guy who looks a lot like the Green Hornet. Wait a minute. You might be the same Cato. Oh, now you're killing me. I'm trying to think of the name of the Green Hornet's character. His alter ego or whatever. Oh, yeah. Something I liked about the Green Can't Hornet, remember. we're just rambling today. Really? We really we're rambling are. today. Rambling, uh, let's, rambling, yeah. rambling. Is, uh, is he's basically his own J. Jonah Jameson. Does he publish mean things about... Yeah. He runs the newspaper and, and, and is anti the Green Hornet because he wants the Green Hornet to be a villain. Okay. Because the Green Hornet to the world is a villain. Are you talking about the movie or are talking about the original radio I'm show? I'm talking about the uh, television show. Oh, the television show. Television show's pretty good because it has Bruce Lee in it. Yeah, the television show. I like that as a as a gimmick of like, you've got to imagine the Green Hornet is not a hero. Yeah. And so that that's his job is to... Uh, He's a gangster. Bad yeah, bad stories about the Green yeah, Hornet. Yeah, Huh. I haven't seen... I've only seen a little bit of that show. He's also got sounds... a very cool house. Mm. Why? Because it has like a secret doors and stuff in it? It's got secret doors. It's got a great fireplace. It just looks like... You know, you you look at Wayne Manor and go, meh. But you look at like, you look at Green Hornet's 
yeah. uh, pad. And yeah. it's like, yeah, all right, that would be a great place to hang out. Mm. Nice. In the radio show, he is a publisher, but I don't remember him as publishing mean things about himself. I don't know. I'll have to give it another listen. Here's the other question. Who was his great uncle? In the TV show? In the radio show. Oh, in the radio show. His great uncle. I his don't know. great uncle was also uh, fought fought crime and also wore a mask. Oh, the Lone Ranger. That's correct. Ah, that's a good good yeah. little thing there. I like that. Hmm. They were owned by the same company, so they tied ah, them together. That's interesting. I like that. That's cool. Did you know that the Shadow, when that show started, he wasn't a, a hero? He wasn't like a. He was just a narrator, wasn't he? Was he was just a narrator. He's kind of like the the whisperer or, yeah, the, or uh, the, Rod Serling the in Twilight Zone. Traveler, yeah. those kind of yeah. Where he just narrated one of those kind of stories. So you thought you were going to get away with it, didn't you? You didn't expect that box to be mailed back to you, did you? So when did they come up with him as a character and then Lamont Cranston and the whole uh, business? Well, then they decided Margot Lane. Yeah, they decided that to turn the character into a pulp novel uh, character, like our pulp, you know, pulp magazine character. And I can't remember the name of the writer, but they just kind of handed it over to this guy, and he just turned him into the shadow, and he created this idea that he's could cloud Ben's mind, so they couldn't couldn't see him, although he's physically still there. They just mm-hmm. can't see him, and then yeah, and just kind of built the character from there, and then it became. And then I Orson, and then Alec Orson Baldwin Wells did it, and that was the best version, and people went, "We never need to do it again," because that was the very, that's not that was the good... very best version. They really nailed it. <laughs> I'm glad you like it. Just like, much. boom. Man, I've There's not, two good scenes in it. I've not seen that movie. There's one where a guy is a falling long, long from in an invisible building and he hits a ledge and bounces off. Okay. And you're like, that's great. Yeah. And the other one is where yeah, it's an overhead shot yeah. and it's the villain. I forget who he is, but he's, you know, he's the equivalent of Fu Manchu, but not Fu Manchu. Sure. Sure. And he starts to stand up, and you see that the carpet was really his cape, and it just like builds up on him as, oh, okay. as he yeah, yeah. rises. Just, and you're like, oh, yeah. that's a, that's cool. And then Alec Baldwin shows up, and you go like, fuck, hey, let's get back to this movie. It's not really. quite as cool as in um, how is it called? Palm Palm Popo Palm the uh, film from, from Tam Popo. No, it's a film from uh, Hayao Miyazaki Studio or Studio Ghibli. Okay. Where they're like these... Well, you're uh, right. It's not as cool as a Ghibli movie by any means. The, the Japanese, they're these kind of uh, Japanese kind of raccoons. And there's a scene where they're all <laughs> sitting on a mat. All the characters are sitting on a mat and this old character is talking to them. Then he withdraws the mat into his body and reveals that they're all sitting on his testicles. <laughs> Well, that takes a lot of balls. It's such an odd (laughs) scene. And the reason I know it, it's not in the English version, but it's in the Japanese version. And that's the first first one I ever saw was a subtitled Japanese one. Yeah. I'm just trying to look up what the... Oh, Britt Reed is the uh, Green Hornet's uh, secret identity. Britt Reed. Britt Reed. That's not what I was thinking of. That's okay. Brit. Well, I kept okay. thinking Rex Reed, and I was like, nope. <laughs> That's right. He's on the gong show. Though Rex Reed is in the <laughs> Superman movie as Rex Reed. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I didn't like hey, it Re- stinks. Yeah. Hey, Rex. Uh, what? See anything good lately? Nah, no. Bye. What a great cameo. <laughs> Rex Reed. They just wanted him to give a good review to the film. Oh, shit. Do you think that's what that's it was? That's the only reason. Oh, shit. That probably is what it was. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. When I saw the reviews for Almost Famous... And like, oh boy, did critics love that? It was like, yeah, it's about you. Yes, of course. It's about all of you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Of course you like it. Yeah, of course you do. Uh, Earlier in the show, I'm going to switch things a little bit now. Well, you know what? We're at the one hour mark, so it's time to switch it up. Well, we're at the one hour, 20 minute mark. Go ahead. All right, go ahead. Are we flashing back? Dave, if you want to go back, just simply go around the world quickly. I'll be right back. Dave, wait, you didn't move the moon as well. Oh, no, it's smashing into Earth. (laughs) 
Everything's wrong. It's in the wrong orbit. <laughs> um, no, I, I was thinking, because this actually occurred to me at work today. Mm-hmm. And we said it again, uh, nip it in the bud. Because I had a workmate who told me one time that we had to nip it in the butt. <laughs> and I went, wait, did you just say butt? And he said, yeah. I, I said, well, it's bud. Because the idea is that you're stopping right. it before it blooms into a big problem. That's the correct. Idea. By the way, it's also champing at the bit. That's right, not charm. So then it made me think of other misheard. Ah. Um, and we'll just pa- Well, we can keep talking, of course, but I just have to look because I found no, it no, earlier take, today. Take a pause and do the thing. I found it earlier today, and I do have it uh, set up so that I can find it fairly quickly. All right. Here we go. So I found this thing called the 30 most misused phrases in the English language. All right. It seems like a too long a title for a thing mm-hmm. should also be probably 20 but go ahead <laughs> right 30 is too many right 30 is a lot too far like either do 50 or do 20 or do 10 wait but okay wait so 30 is a lot but 50 isn't no because 50 yep. you're like all right we're doing a long list okay but 30 is just a weird amount yeah, it is this is all they could think of mm-hmm. i guess because there's one I, they miss I if think. someone went like listen I've got a 30-course meal yeah. for you. Well, no, that's stupid. Don't do that. If someone went, I've got a 50-course meal for you, well, they must be all be, uh, micro <laughs> portions, right? Meal. They're micro portions. There's no Even way. Even micro portions. That's still a lot of food. Okay. Maybe it's like 50 M&Ms. Who knows? Okay. Well, that's fine. Because uh, someone brought up at work when we were talking about the I was talking about it at work, and they said, yeah, I, I used to miss here, um, you know, it's coming down the pike. Mm-hmm. It's coming down the pipe. Oh, okay. And I said, yeah, that would be really strange because then that's the idea is that you have your eye to a pipe waiting for something to come. <laughs> like, that's not good because then it just sort of surprise you by... Oh, you don't have to be looking in the pipe. Something could come down a down pipe. pipe. Yeah. But it's down the pike, which is a road. Sure. So you can clearly see it coming. So if you had a pneumatic tube, yeah. it could be coming down the pipe, which is also a tube. A pipe can be a tube. A tube can be a pipe, but not all <laughs> pipes are tubes. Not all tubes are pipes. So these are the 30 most misused of these phrases. And we'll just go through them. There's not much we can comment on, but I just sort of enjoy them. Yeah. So uh, to be specific uh, is often said as to be pacific. Mm, Yeah, people do make that mistake. I can see that one. That's right. Uh, And uh, I always like whenever you mention an ocean, you can go, and that's a specific ocean. (laughs) Okay. Uh, An escape goat. Yes. Rather than I like a scapegoat. I've seen character I've seen a comic book character called the escape goat. That's good. I like that one. Uh so we know like what a damp squib is, like something that goes off like a damp squib. So the idea of a kind of a a flop. Misheard as a damp squid. Well it'd be good. It's normal. That's what you want. So that's a weird use of that phrase because it you would it's like they didn't understand I guess people don't know what a squib is for one thing. Right. And so then they're so they don't understand that it's referring to a disappointment. Because a damp squid is actually like something that's having, is it, it's pleasurable for the squid to be Yeah, there. yeah, it should be. So you're misusing, not only are you misusing. A dry squid is in uh, is in a lot of trouble. <laughs> that's right. A dry squid would be a different problem entirely. Yeah, it had a, it, oh my gosh, I'm worried about that dry squid. Uh, number five, on tender hooks. Yeah. Rather than tender, tender hooks, hooks. Yeah. Which I only know about because in the song Pump It Up, the Elvis Costello song, he says something about being on tender hooks ending in dirty looks. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know what he was saying for, and until I found, I went to the Vancouver Public Library and got out a songbook of Elvis Costello, like guitar tablature book, but it had the lyrics in it. And I went, oh, tender hooks. Yeah, okay. it sounds like it's a PETA approved hook for fishing. It's a tender hook. Oh, it's a tender it's hook. It's like a hook that okay. doesn't have like a sharp bit yeah. at the end. Like it yeah. just is like a little soft nerf kind of hook. It would hook the, uh, hook the fish somehow. But I don't know what a tender hook is, but that's fine. If you're on a tender hook, it's a terrible oh, thing. Oh, yeah, look at what a tender hook okay, is. Okay, do that. Well, I talk about the next one. 
Uh, instead of calling something coleslaw, people like to call it cold slaw. Which it usually is. It usually is cold, you're right. Oh, by the way, a tenter, a tenter hook yeah. is a hook used to fasten cloth on a drying frame. There you go. So Basically, the birds can poop on it. There you go. It's like a clothes peg. Yeah. It's a doggy dog world. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> I like a doggy dog world better than <laughs> Look, I don't like a dog eat dog world. I don't like dogs eating dogs. Well, I don't think it's... I, I think it's more of a metaphor, not an actual thing. Like, no one thinks the world is full of dogs eating each other. I think a dog would eat a dog. A dog would eat a dog, but I'm just saying that's not the... That's how bad it is. It's a dog-eat-dog world. (laughs) It's a dog-eat-dog world. How about um, you take your baby for his uh, bris. Okay. And you get circus-sized. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he becomes like a fat lady. He becomes, <laughs> becomes a, a strong comes man. comes back as a fat lady. He comes back a strong man. Maybe he gets hair all over his face. He becomes a bearded lady. Oh, okay. That's fine. Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and also you don't want to throw a baby out with the bat water. No, you don't want to do that. Which is the water you use to drown bats. That's right. And, That's you know, you feel and bad could have, about it. It, it could have rabies, rabies in it. Yeah, it could have rabies because in it. it. And yeah. now the water's full of rabies. Sure. Now you've, like, thrown the baby out with your rabies water. <laughs> That's the problem. That is the problem. Don't, By the way, anytime yeah. Batman has a bath, yeah. that's bat water. Don't don't throw the rabies out with the bat water. Right. That's the expression we all know. I like well. the idea of Alfred yeah. drawing Bruce uh, 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 his, his bat water. Because <laughs> you know he draws a bath for... Bruce yeah. Wayne doesn't draw his own yeah. bath. Michael Caine probably says that when he says bath water. He says bat water. Or how do you say it? How does Michael Caine say it? How would Michael Caine say yeah. it? Well, he'd rub his mouth like this and go, ah, bat water. <laughs> By the way, these are tenter hooks. I'm showing you what they oh, are. Oh, okay. There, okay, there. very primitive looking. Yes, they almost look like little boomerangs. Yes. I can see why they would end in dirty looks. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one seems more like someone's having a joke, because I don't see how this could be. Well, it's possible. You think someone's having a laugh? Uh, if you have a problem with some of the food you eat, mm-hmm. you're lactose intolerant. <laughs> Does that make sense? That someone would make it into that? I don't know. Well, maybe you're lacking toast in your diet. And you're and you're intolerant about the fact that there isn't toast with everything that you're, comes with it. No, you're, you're okay with it. You're tolerant about it. Well, if no, you're intolerant. No, no, it's lactose and oh, tolerant. and tolerant. Yeah, you lactose and you're tolerant. Okay, how about this? How about then? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm at a restaurant. Sure. And you're sitting down, just like uh, yeah, I'll have the uh, I'll have the uh, uh, grand slam. But yeah. listen, I'm not going to have any toast with that. And by the way, I am fine with all races of people. <laughs> That's fine. It seems like a lot of information to give the waitress. Right. Does she write that in her notebook as well, that you're fine with people of all races? I'm fine or with does people. she just remember it? She's a really good waitress that doesn't need to uh, write down stuff. Right, because she's one of those races that has the good memory. <laughs> you know the one I mean, right, Dave? Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Sure do. We don't need to say it. No, not at all. But you know it. I know exactly you know what? what you say. You're what? lactose intolerant. I, I, I am lactose intolerant. <laughs> I cannot have any lack. Um, got off scotch-free. <laughs> <laughs> that meant that no tape ended up on the person. Okay. They were. Sure. Because it's okay that it's scotch tape. Oops. But why? What the heck? Oh, you made me angry. I hate <laughs> scotch tape so much. I am scotch tape intolerant. <laughs> you are not tolerant. Masking tape or nothing, my friend. <laughs> By the way, it's got off scotch free, everyone. You got off scotch free. Now, then... where does that come from? Scotch free. Yeah, where's, Scott, where's the expression scotch free? I don't know the idea of scotch free. I just know him as uh, Mr. Miracle. It is. All right. A little, I know we talk about comic books so much. Scott Free is also a production company. That, uh, oh, that's right. Ridley Scott's. Uh, uh, origin of the word uh, Scott Free. I'm going to look this up while uh, you move on. With okay. Life. We'll talk about, to instead of using the, the phrase, to all intents and purposes. Yeah, that's a common one. People say to all intensive purposes. Yeah. That's a common one? Mm-hmm. Okay. Huh. 
Oh, there's a lot of business to this one. Okay. Can you can you give us a, a, a pressy, a little uh, highlight? Okay. It, 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 it started as a, uh, an alteration of the earlier term shot free. I see. And is probably originated in the sense not required to pay a scot uh, tax or fee, a scot, which is a tax or fee, yeah. uh, or free of charge. So oh, that's okay. where that's coming okay. from. So scot being a tax. There you go. So tax-free is what they meant. You're getting off tax-free. That's nice. I like that. I wish that happened in real life, mm-hmm. but it doesn't. <laughs> Government, am but I right, Dave? I'm, yeah, it's partly that, and partly because I'm a person that doesn't really put himself forward. A lot of people say that I'm the kind of person who wouldn't say boo to a ghost. Well, yeah, because that would be uh, making fun of the ghost. Yes, uh, it should be boo to a goose. But uh, apparently, I commonly miss said thing. Uh, did you know that people... This is interesting. This is one I thought was really curious, because... It's wrong to call someone a card shark. Is it? And I imagine also wrong to call someone a pool shark. Because the actual expression is a card sharp, mm-hmm. as in a sharpster. That is Someone who, who is tricky, will trick you, while playing cards with you. Or would fool you into into uh, betting in a pool game Okay. and take your money by revealing themselves to be a pool sharp. Right. Someone's now, if, if you're swimming in the ocean and you run across a, a great white sharp, yeah. what do you do? A great white sharp. Yes. Yeah, you get out a file. And make it into a great white doll. Oh, very good. I yeah. thought you were just going to say you take a make a file and then write down all the information, <laughs> no. which is difficult to do while you're swimming. <laughs> exactly. Both of them are really, but I'm assuming you have some time. Okay, fair enough. Uh, uh, do people like to run around butt naked? But it's buck naked. Buck naked. That's right. Which where does that come from? That's a very good question. Once again, because a buck would be a deer and would not have any clothes on, as you would know. So a buck naked. Okay. I mean, I know they have hair, but so do we. Just not okay. all over us like a like a buck. Uh, instead of hunger pangs, you could have hunger pains, which is isn't that bad, really. I mean, no. it refers to the same thing. Although pang, I think, refers to more the yearning. Oh, by the way, mm. a buck was a dandy, uh, pretentious, overdressed show off of a man. But it doesn't make sense in buck naked because you're not you're not wearing a bunch of showy over. I think it just refers. No, to no, the... it's because oh. uh, you're naked. Yeah. But you're very pretentious about your nudity. You're you're proud of your nudity because <laughs> okay. you're like you're this dandy you're going. Around. Check it sure. out. Yeah, I'm, check it out. I'm a bu- I'm buck naked. I'm mm. so proud of uh, all my business. Check yeah. it out. Look, free show, free show. <laughs> How you doing? Well, yep. More 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 power to them. Mm-hmm. That's what I say. Uh, instead of tongue in cheek, tongue and cheek. Oh, okay. Yeah, I all can right. see that. Yeah, and in in are so similar sounding. Sure. Uh. Well, this is okay. By the way, try to try to like say something tongue in cheek. It's t- it's difficult. Oh, uh, really? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. This isn't what I mean. I'm not being what I say. Yeah. Tongue in cheek. Okay. I'm gonna read the next one. Uh, it's a it's a mute point. Oh, instead yes. of a moot point. But even that has moot point is we use it wrong now. Yes. Because we make it into the idea that it's a debatable that it's that it's no worth not worth talking about anymore. Yeah. When actually a moot point is a debatable point in law. So. Yeah, the point is moot. Yeah. We kind of it make it sound a, like it's just a closed thing, no point talking about it anymore. Yeah, there was a Saturday Night Live sketch about that with Jesse Jackson and like the answer to everything in this quiz was like the point is moot. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> which but is, it does which sound is right. that's a wrong use of the right. word. Right. But if you are trying it the other way, the point is mute. Uh, I want you to shout up about it. That does make sense cuz mm. you're muting the point. Okay. Uh pass mustard. Mm. It's very painful. I know. But it doesn't pass muster. But it does not pass muster, yes. It does not pass... Now, what is muster? Ins- muster is inspection. You muster as an army ah, for inspection. Ah, very good. Yes. Uh, you get your just deserves. <laughs> okay. 
instead of just desserts. What if uh, I, there must be a lot of places called just desserts, right? Oh, I would think so. And what if you went to one of these places expecting dessert and instead you got what you deserved? <laughs> that would, ouch. Yeah, you just go in there mm-hmm. and are confronted by all your sins. Oh. There's my Black Mirror episode. <laughs> there you go, right I down. just got to put a, I got to put a spin on it where somehow they're in VR or some bullshit yeah, to yeah. get us there. Call Charlie Brooker. He must be out of ideas by now. <laughs> I mean, the last one he did, he made me choose everything. Okay, so there we go. Uh, you haven't seen that, by the way, have you? I have not. Oh, I want you to see it at some point. It's fun. I wonder if I could watch it on our new um, Fire Stick thingy. You could watch it here if you want it. Yeah, but I'm making you go through all that again. No, no, it's at least that's the thing. It's a choose your own, oh, so okay. you're not going through it okay. again. Okay. Um, I'm going to skip one because it, it, it's not that interesting. Because it's racist. It's not racist. It's not that interesting. 21. And, and you're toast, lactose, I lactose tolerant. And I'm tolerant. And so you're not going to be going with that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a social leopard. <laughs> I like that better. Do <laughs> do you? Yeah. Okay. Is it a social leper? Yeah, let's leave the lepers alone. I yeah. mean, that's not their fault. That's, you know, <laughs> sure. uh, ch- chill out on the lepers. We don't need that. The leopards, on the other hand, those sons of bitches, they could use it. But, you know, if you take the lepers out of phrases like that, you're really just starting to forget them. You're leaving them out of, your, out of you know. Yeah, if that's the only no one's place talk about, showing up. No one's going like to talk a, about lepers outside of that, you know. You know, a social leopard, like if a leopard walked into a room. Sure. You would leave the room sure you because would. it's a leopard it's going to eat you yeah. so that works as well right mm-hmm. it, it makes you want to go and not be around so you know the, it still works as a social leopard did you know that leprosy is a genetic disorder i did not not everyone can get leprosy just people who have just the, people in the bible people <laughs> in the bible people who have the gene people have the genesis can get to it's uh it's uh it's uh, it's sad it's sad biting my time <laughs> okay Instead of biting my biting time. Biting my time. Biting my time. Yeah. Biting my time. Wonder biting t- my time. I wonder what time would taste like. Well, you know, these expressions are used by people who don't know what, they, what they're trying to say. Or they're just using them because they they've heard them. they have parents who have said it wrong. and yeah, you know, be. Or parents who have had an accent. <laughs> uh, curled up in the feeble position. <laughs> okay. That's not wrong. <laughs> that uh, yeah, works, that is not wrong at all. Yeah. Curled up in the fetal position, curled up in the feeble position. By the way, you, we were all, listen, we were all curl, curled up in the fetal position for a long time. This is one I could see people making a mistake with. Uh, curve your enthusiasm. Oh, because curbing is not something that we, we really talk, we talk about, about a lot. No, if you've got a dog, perhaps yeah. you would understand it? Yeah. If you read Mad, Mad Magazine and you, have, and you read the dog things, you would understand what curbing was. But uh, The Heimlich Remover. <laughs> Again, that does work. Yes, it does. Because you are removing something sure. from the thing. Makes sense. I can see why someone heard it and made it into that. Do you think Heimlich, like, first of all, that's pretty good to be part named, you know, the thing that you created that yeah. saves lives is the name. Yeah. Do you think, though, at a certain point in his life, you know, when he was like, uh, so what's your name for a reservation? Uh, Heimlich? Oh, like, he was like, uh, I just don't want it. Smith. Yeah, yeah. I don't need this. Because everyone would go, well, everyone's here. Everyone's lucky in the restaurant tonight. Yeah. Heimlich's here. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All you think is like... Oh, Heimlich. And then there's probably something later on yeah. in his life that he tried to do and he just choked on. And it was like, it looks like Heimlich choked. And yeah. Like, oh, yeah. for fuck's sake. That's right. Like, who needs this? And he didn't want to be known for that after a while. He had other things he was on his plate. Right. He invented that uh, bicycle that could uh, spank you while you were riding it for people <laughs> to enjoy that kind of thing. The Heimlicker. <laughs> that was a different situation, but okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I know when I'm Heimlicked. <laughs> 
that old expression. <laughs> if you want, you can extract revenge. Uh, it actually works. Looks you will extract revenge yeah. from a situation so, that you would not normally have revenge in. That revenge. would work. It's yeah. it's some of these it actually the meaning. It's it different. It's a different meaning, but it still kind right. of works. Yes. Uh, how about someone who's self depreciating? <laughs> that also kind of works. Mm-hmm. It does yeah? Like there should be a list of these that like it's yeah. wrong, but still yeah. is correct. Whenever I look at my bank account, I have to self depreciate. Mm. Uh, as dust fell. Okay. Rather than dusk. Should be dusk. Yeah. And then... What would be as whoop. dust fell? That would be something that was like really peaceful or would take a... Like that's something mm. that you would just like... If you just waited as dust fell. Yeah. You just watch dust fall. Well, that's it. It's like... You've got some time on your hands. Yeah. I was going to say, it's like you're on a summer day laying in the house waiting for something to happen. Like right. A, like... A boring summer day. Yeah. You were waiting for yeah. someone to be get themselves ready yeah. as dust fell. One of those days where even you... That you couldn't believe you were thinking it where you thought to yourself... Man, I wish school would start again. There's <laughs> something, you know, something went. Ooh, yeah. The that's how kid, bored you were. The first kid that would say that for summer vacation. I don't believe in like hitting people. Boy, they could <laughs> take a beating. I'm bored. I wish school was back. Get up! <laughs> yes. Uh, how a, dare you? A last stitch effort instead of a last stitch effort. Okay, I'm now trying to think of like a stitch in time saves nine, and this is now mm-hmm. a last stitch effort. Like what? this is the last point yeah. where you could possibly sew these socks. Yeah. Like you got it after this point. If yeah. you let them go any more, any farther, sure. you got to throw them out. Well, that's but it. this is the last stitch effort that yeah, we can do. Last stitch effort because a, a ditch in nine saves time. Yeah. <laughs> well, well. Uh, <laughs> so no, those were cool. I like that. Yeah, I thought that was it was just something that came up at work today, and I thought, oh, that's interesting. I'll look it up in the on the old in the old uh, Google. I'll Google that. Yeah. And see what people have to say about it. Yeah, we're out of movies. We got to like make up other lists at <laughs> the end of these things. Lists we got to make up our own fun. <laughs> you got to be having this. No, that's very, that's very, very nice. Uh, yeah, language. Yeah, that's very, what what I would like is like a list of words yes. that people know, like that you know, like yeah. uh, that uh, people don't know how to pronounce mm. that you've only seen written, and yes. so you understand them. Like uh, one word, I still am not one hundred percent on uh, behemoth. Behemoth, behemoth, yeah. behemoth. Yeah, yeah. I, I get that one wrong. Oh yeah, things like things. But that's like okay because that. that's a sign of a reader. Yeah, that's fine. Like I mean, I, I yeah, beh- uh, behemoth about, and leviathan were yeah. two words that I would always like oh, to yeah. mess up on. Uh, for me, the word I used and I would use it like a, and use it and I didn't know what it, I knew what it meant, but yeah. I didn't know how to pronounce it, and I would right. say nui. Yeah, and I'd just be walking around, and it was finally, I was actually, I think it was David M actually said to me when he went, uh, I think you mean ennui. I was like, ooh, <laughs> what a what a gaff. Yeah, and then you right, as go, I said at the time, what a gaffy. And then you got to write down yeah. uh, all the people you said it to. Go back and <laughs> kill, right. them. kill them. Right. Because I remember one time I was with a couple of friends of ours, uh, these two girls, and we were with another guy, and he said he said maniacal, maniacal laughter, and oh, they laughed so hard at him and made fun of him and just raked him over the coals, and I of course was standing there like innocent, like just and I was thinking. I thought it was maniacal, <laughs> but I didn't want to say that because <laughs> they were just killing this guy. So don't you know it's maniacal? Oh, you dumb dumb! And they're just, just raking over the coals, these two two girls. And of course, you want girls to like you, so you're not going to go, yeah. well, I thought it was maniacal too. Like, and you so know what girls don't I like? I just let this guy... Girls don't like people that stand up for what they believe in no, and they are do heroes. Not. They do not. And uh, make a brave choice. Nope, they they do not care for that sort nope, of stuff. Not you that. know what I would... Uh, we know what those girls are looking for? Yeah. They're looking for that milk sop that <laughs> just sits <laughs> off to the side and just goes, get them, fellas. That's exactly what they like. Want. That's the guy for that's, me. That's exactly why I was very successful with those girls. 
in, in a way that I was not successful with those girls in this any is, way at all. This is making me think of like a, an idea for a murder mystery. Yeah. Is, uh, there's all these people being killed and you're trying mm-hmm. to find what connection they had. And it turned out it's at one point, it was the smallest little embarrassing incident ah. that this person could never get over. Okay. That like, you know, he said... So like, he had to go back and... It just... was something where it's like, you know, he said he saw Citizen Kane and he never did. Oh. And someone at this party... Because someone made a joke like, Rose, and Rosebud was a sled. And he's like, what? <laughs> yeah. And, and everyone calls him. You saw Citizen Kane, right? Oh, of course. Really? What happens in Citizen Kane? Yeah. And it was this dinner that was just once. Yeah. That was just like so embarrassing for him. Could never get over it. Yeah. And then like about 20 years later, he oh, just starts dear. killing everybody who was at that dinner mm. table. And, and the detective has to go like, well, what do these people all have in common? Yeah, yeah. He has to figure it out. What's the thing? You know, and they wouldn't think like, because of course they've had other dinners with other people. What's yeah, the yeah. thing? What's the motivation? And it's just like embarrassment, which is so embarrassing. And then when the person is finally caught... It's just, uh, you know, when, when the person is finally caught, you fi- he does confess to, like, what the thing was. Yeah. Uh, and everyone in the police station just laughs and it started again because he's finally killed everybody who knew about this. Yeah, and yeah. then it breaks free and then everyone knows about it. Like, shit! I've got to go kill everyone here in this room. But yeah. no, goes to You've jail. given me a good idea. I like your idea. Yeah. I don't mean to write it out as a... No. Because people act are... Act on uh, it. People are, uh, people are petty. And that would be a, a nice little thing for that. People are petty, but I, I don't think maybe it's a celebration that at least it isn't me mm. kind of thing. Like, oh, at least I didn't say that, or I or I knew that that wasn't right. You know, like at least I didn't, you know, whatever, mispronounce a French French phrase. You know, like I did for seven years. What was the your French phrase? Oh, we. Right. Yeah. I was just thinking, like, uh, I was. I guess it's not a phrase. I'm sorry, a French word. I should right. say. I was just thinking, like, you. you have it was some, not a bon mot for me. You you have this list of at some point in the very far future, either like time travelers or like some angels or something, or just going like <laughs> the greatest heroes that have ever existed. And you yeah. think it's going to be like these uh, these people that rescue people in wartime or yeah. whatever. And it's like it's not. It's like you know, there's some sort of you know uh, get together and and someone's being made fun of over here for something stupid they did, and yeah. this guy off to the side just shits his pants. <laughs> Just shits his pants and and then just goes, hey, guys, I just shit my pants and like takes all the focus away from this guy who's okay. just getting the business. Yeah. Just like the greatest hero <laughs> that ever. You know, there's taken. I guess you know, it's fine to take a bullet. Yes. But it's it's better to take like that yeah. bullet and just like I'll take the humiliation yeah, yeah. over here for you. So you're saying it's the greatest it's fine, hero. It's fine to take a bullet, but it's actually better to take a shit in your pants. Yeah. Yeah. Because no one gets hurt. No one. But like you actually just rescued somebody by just humiliating yeah. yourself. And it's like, you just find Does out all these... Does it have to be so extreme, though? You really... Well, what would you do? Oh, I can't okay, get... so let's go with this. The uh, That guy's getting made fun of. Now, yeah. you don't want to reveal that you don't know the How word about if you either. peed your pants? Oh, you just want to pee yourself. Yeah. That's it's okay. warm. It doesn't smell. I'm not going to get a terrible rash. Like, the whole thing is this... It feels like if you pee your pants. Okay, yeah. listen. If you're in that situation, yeah. and it's like, oh, look, Dave peed his pants. Yeah. Like, oh, that does get people's attention. Yeah. It's like, oh, there might be something but wrong. But it's not going to call off the dogs, is that what you're saying? But you shit your pants. Yeah, that would really call That's off the, the dogs. That's the end of everything. Yeah, Like, yeah. all other conversations are over. <laughs> you're right. Yeah. Okay. It is pretty extreme. It I is. I feel like... That's why, by the way, that's I, why this person that's in the why, future yeah. is called the greatest hero yeah, that's right. of their generation. You're right. You're right. It just seems like a minor thing that you're stopping, though. Yeah. Like some people like teasing someone over yeah. something. That's why you're the greatest hero. Because people people would stop something yeah. that's like a huge thing. Yeah, yeah. Of course you would. You're like, oh, there's a baby about to be crushed by a safe. Yeah. You grab the baby and, and dive. That's fantastic. But yeah. who would do that? Everyone would do that. Yeah. Most people would do that. Yeah. You would think you would want to do that. But here's a person who doesn't have to do this. Mm. And instead, yeah. they sacrifice themselves for something that, 
you know, it would be, it's a horrible, this person's going through a horrible situation and you're mm. rescuing them from this horrible, humiliating situation. Thank you. I mean, and uh, you shit your pants. And that person is the greatest hero of their generation. How about... And they get a straight ticket to heaven. Wait a second. Let me just... Right to heaven. Let me give you a different... Op- God gives them a balloon <laughs> and they just whip right up, straight up to heaven. What if... What if someone, sweet. What if someone's being made fun of? Okay. Let's say for the using the word maniacal. Okay. And the other person... <laughs> The other person doesn't do anything. Ah. Are they the greatest hero? Like, I just stood off to the side. I mean, I didn't stop it from happening, right. nor take a shit in my pants. Right. You didn't join in. I didn't join in, though. You know what I'm giving you? Yeah. Uh, limbu. <laughs> limbu do goose? That's what you pronounce it, right? Yeah. Limbu? I think you're right. Yeah. 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 How about if you hear a person say something wrong and you don't correct him? How, what does that make? Does that make you the greatest hero? I think it depends. If you think they're going to continue with this and humiliate themselves later, mm, yeah. the thing to do is just go, you know what I would say? I yeah. say you do it this way. You know what? I used to think it was pronounced that way too, but guess what? It's pronounced this. Yeah. That way you're bringing That's yourself That's a good way to say it, it actually. Yeah. I mean, I do correct people when I hear them mis- mispronounce things. And then you go stu- not, not stupid, constantly. and then you put on a dunce cap and go dur, 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 and point at, point at them and do an yeah. impression of them. Yeah. But you you do correct them. I do correct them, though, but but with the teasing and the taunting. Of course you do. That's yeah. the only way they'll remember Well, it. I'm hoping someone will shit their pants. <laughs> that person will be the greatest hero <laughs> of their generation. <laughs> generation. That is a weird... I, I don't know if I can get behind Well, let this. me just say, this okay. person also... Yeah. They weren't ready to take a shit. No, no. Oh, really? They made it happen. Oh. So they took a <laughs> they shit. They overcame an obstacle. They overcame an obstacle. Wow. So they took a shit, got hemorrhoids. Like just out of and, nowhere. Like yeah. they just like wow. let that thing go just it's out of pure force of incredible will. Incredible to, to save their fellow man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What if you vomited on yourself? <laughs> would that would that help? Would that be like as bad or better or worse? Uh, hmm. I'm not quite sure. By the way, there's an alarm going off downstairs. I can't hear it. You can't because it just stopped. Oh, okay. I think you're imagining things. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe I'm a bit of an alarmist. I think you're trying to distract me now. (laughs) Look, if you want to throw up, go throw up. Okay. But you don't think it's worse than... I mean, you don't think it would be like in in lieu of shitting your pants. The throwing up wouldn't work. I don't think you can beat shitting your pants. (laughs) I don't think you're beating it. I'm just looking for a way out of shitting my pants. But still being a hero. Okay. Let's, let's, let's just create that situation. Okay. So this other guy's getting made fun of yeah. for uh, yeah. mispronouncing a word that you that you know. Yeah. Okay. And now, uh, ah, ha, ha, look at this guy. Hey, Dave, join in. Join in. Yeah. We're all having fun. Stick my finger to my throat. Throw up all over myself. <laughs> and Does that go, not? Then we go like, Dedrick, what's wrong with you? <laughs> what do you say? I say I have bulimia. <laughs> oh, that's like a ghost that uh, thinks they're uh, too, uh, that's body dysmorphism. <laughs> That's right. That's right. They got some unfinished business and they got to get it out of them. There you go. Oh, Lordy. <laughs> Let's ask our uh, listeners nothing sure. to do with that. Sure. But is there a phrase that you uh, always were. Or uh, word. Or word that you said incorrectly or a phrase that you used incorrectly? I did uh, chomping at the bit for uh, forever. You I didn't said, know it was chomping. Oh, you didn't know it was chomping? No, I had no idea because I don't know uh, horses. I don't know bits. Well, but yeah. But you, I mean, it's very rare that you say a horse is champing anyway, I would think. You wouldn't? No. Okay. So I think it's a rare expression. It's a very rare expression. Yeah. Very good. All and right. Also, so, you may have heard a British person say it. A person who speaks have. with re- received pronunciation and says chomping rather than champing. I didn't mean to sound like a horse there, by the way. I was just being dismissive <laughs> and I, I realized I just did a uh, horse yeah, impression. You did do horse impression. That's very good. Mm. Here's here's something that I think would be make a fun contest. Please. I was thinking about this at work today also. A fight to the death. No. Okay. A fight to the death. A I fight want, until you can't hear anymore. I would like I would like listeners to make up 
a Netflix synopsis for a movie and see if people can guess what movie it is. For oh, instant. Here's I'll give you one right here. This is the sort of thing you'd hear on because I think Netflix has the worst movie or show descriptions. Like it gives you no clue what. It, okay. Here's one for you. Ready for this? Sure. Guests comes. Guests come to dinner. No, sorry. Unexpected guests come to dinner. Could get messy. Okay. Uh, uh, guess who's coming to dinner? The Hobbit. <laughs> but that's totally a description they would have on Netflix, isn't it? Okay. So you got to do it Netflix style. Is yeah, what you're Netflix saying. style description, and and people have to guess what it is. So if you want to do it in Twitter, which okay. I think would be the best place to do it, uh, hashtag it. Sorry, hashtag it. Yeah. Netflix synopsis. Right. And then we'll be able to find them. All right. Or uh, just tag us, but use uh, that as a hashtag. Uh. Uh, unexpected father has a hands hands off parenting style. Unexpected father has a hands off parenting style. Uh, Jesus Christ Superstar. Nope. The Empire Strikes Back. Okay. Hands off parenting style. Okay, very good. Oh, I like it. I like it. So yeah, try that one, everyone, to send us uh, your Netflix synopsis. And the best ones, uh, I'll send you uh, an Extra Sisters comic. Okay. Nice. Maybe you know what? I'll send you an Extra Sisters comic that's got the Sneaky Dragon cover on it. So there. That'll connect with the show. Issue number four. Love it. Yep. Love it. Love it and leave it. <laughs> and my wife just showed up. Oh, you got a Netflix one? Yeah. All right. Okay, wait a come second. In, come, those, in those, come on to Please me. sit down and get on mic. A group of scientists don't know how to read star maps, go to a wrong planet, and then all hell breaks loose. A group of scientists don't know how to read star maps, yeah. go to wrong planet, all hell oh, breaks, breaks loose. Okay, like it. Huh. Group of scientists... Don't know how to read star maps. Was this be? Uh, would this be aliens? Okay, no, no, it's not group be of alien, scientists doesn't know how to read star. Oh wait. Oh, I know. Oh, what is it? I know. Oh, Prometheus. Oh no. What? Yeah. No, oh. I would say uh, Planet of the Apes. Okay, tell us. <laughs> they can't determine Alpha yeah. Five from Alpha Six. Okay, hell all hell breaks loose. That is true. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I'm gonna also say though that Planet of the Apes works. Because they, because uh, they arrive there, they are scientists. Astronauts are scientists, okay. uh, and uh, they. <laughs> this guy can't look in the sky and see that the star. No, 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 but see, that wouldn't have worked. Okay, well, you got to get on mic then. Come on. <laughs> All right, get enough, on. Get if closer. An, if enough time has passed, you have interstellar drift, so the constellations wouldn't be the same from when they come back. Okay, so if they time travel. Far into the future, yeah. it would be harder to see this. Okay, this. but how far in the future do they travel in uh, in, in in this? Well, Very far, far enough that yeah. apes have evolved <laughs> into talking creatures. Of, uh, yeah. Okay, we'll see about that. Fair <laughs> enough. Okay. And mine was wrong too because it doesn't make it doesn't actually they don't actually go to the wrong place. They go to the right place. It's just a mix up. All hell breaks loose anyway, even though they arrive at the right place. Okay. All right. These are these are these are kind of fun to do. I like I like this. Okay. Here is this. Uh, uh, Teen tries to avoid incest. Hijinks ensue. Uh, back to the Future. That's correct. <laughs> That's a little too on the... Oh, how would you say Back to the Future? Um, back to the Future would be... Let's... Let me think now. Um, his friend has a fancy car. His friend has a fancy car. Mm -hmm. so that, that's good enough right there. And right. then one more sentence. Um, his fr a friend has a fancy car. Will he run out of time? Okay, I think it'd still get Back to the Future pretty fast out of that. Okay. okay. Yeah. But no, I'm not trying to make it hard. I'm just trying to find like a description that doesn't have incest in it because I don't know if that's what's really... What's that? What's that? Scientist with fancy car gets funding by the wrong people. That's right. The Libyans. Oh, is that Back to the Future 2? That's, no, that's the first one. Oh. Yeah, he, uh, he makes a deal with the Libyans and those are the ones that uh, shoot him and kill him. And then they go back, uh, and then uh, Marty has to make the decision whether or not to save Doc Brown from the Libyans or not by, by giving him a note. 
you're frowning, but this is the plot of Back to the Future 1. Yep. I don't remember that at all. Yeah. He gets, uh, he made a deal with the Libyans. Oh, in the, when he's in the past, he, ha- yeah. he gives a, because the, the character is there, is in the past as well, the doc, the doc character. Uh, the character, okay, when, when you, when you first, uh, when Marty first meets up with Doc Brown at the mall, yeah. the one pine or two pine, well, it changes later. I think it's like two pine, then it becomes one pine. But Seven like, Oaks. Yeah, he's, he's made, he's made a deal with yeah. Libyans, okay. uh, to say he's going to make them a weapon. And, but instead he took the, uh, the, uh, materials and, and used it for his flux capacitor. Yeah. Then the Libyans show up angry at what he's done. Yeah. And they shoot Doc Brown to death. Okay. As Marty takes off into the past. Oh. So Marty's whole thing is, I got to warn Doc Brown that the Libyans are going to kill him. Yeah. And, and the past Doc Brown is like, don't, don't tell me nothing. I, uh, whatever my future is has to be my future. It's locked in. Oh, so now, that, anyway, okay. go have sex with your mom. And he's like, I'm not going to. <laughs> it's like, okay, that's up to you. Yeah. Live your life. Yeah. Uh, I'd go a different way, but that's me. <laughs> Crazy Doc Brown. Yeah, uh, yeah. But just don't tell me how I'm going to die. But then Marty gives him a little note. And, uh, and that's when fun. Back to the Future happens, too? Yeah, he goes because, back. Because then it's a different Well, things have place. changed a little bit because the mall's name is different. It was like either One Pine Mall and then it becomes like Two Pine Mall or oh, something. Okay. Anyway, and then Clarence shows up and shows <laughs> Marty what life would have been like if he had sex with his mom. And that's Back to the Future, too. That's Back to the Future 7, which never got made. Oh, okay. But, but we don't miss it. That would actually be fun if Marty actually goes to a future movie. <laughs> of him, of Back, of to, the back to the Future. Yeah. Yeah. It still happen. It could still happen. They could all do voiceovers. It could all be CGI. Oh, I cares? guess you could do that way. Sure. Absolutely. I mean, they just did a video game, uh, so it's all fine. They all did uh, stuff. It's all. It's all. It's all good. It's all good. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, let us know uh, that what uh, a Netflix description, and we'll try and guess what the uh, what the movie. You'll is. have some fun with it. It's we'll sounds, have a good time. Have a good it. time, everyone. Just and have some uh, fun. if we like them, we'll give you uh, we'll give you a comic book. And if we like them, we'll compliment you. There on you the are. Show. Dave. Yes, sir. Why don't you wrap it up? Let's wrap up this show. Everyone, if you're wondering how, hey, I have a great I have a great Netflix synopsis. I'd love to send it to you. We will also, by the way, accept Amazon Prime synopsis. Are they as bad as the Netflix no, ones? No, I don't think they're really nearly no. as terrible. Similar, the Netflix though. ones are just awful. Just want to say it. You want to say Amazon Prime. <laughs> I don't know why I want to say it. Amazon Pride. Everyone, <laughs> you can write to us at our website, which is sneakydragon.com. You can it's leave true. a comment under the show on our website. Or you can email us. Sneaky D at SneakyDragon.com. We love to get emails. Or you can contact us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. It's called Sneaky Dragon. We're also available to you on Twitter at Sneaky underscore Dragon. Mm-hmm. And thanks for everyone who's been writing to us, commenting on shows. I really appreciate it. I did a major comment-a-thon the other night where I commented back on a bunch of uh, things that people had written to me or to us. And... Uh, I just sometimes I don't have time for it, but sometimes I do, and I like to sit down and just whack out a bunch of jokey responses to your to your things that you say. Yep, snappy answers to stupid questions is what Dave calls it. I call it I call it stupid responses to snappy comments to snappy dressers to snappy dressers snappy dresser drawers, or as I call them, bucks. Nice, everyone. Thank you for listening to the show this week. We always appreciate it. We love to hear from you, so we hope to hear from you soon. Remember. Sneaky Dragon Listening Party will be coming out on Wednesday, so keep an ear to the ground for what that. What should people dress up for at this party? What kind of... What party? What party? Uh, well, oh, the, the Listening Party? Listening Party. What should you dress up like? Ideally, you are in your jam jams. All right, wearing jam jams. Are you yeah. having a snack of any kind? Yeah. 
I think you should have a, like a warm, a warm snack, some warm cookies, and maybe a hot chocolate. Oh, nice! Or a glass of hot milk, or even a coffee if that's what you like, or tea. Okay. Uh, just snuggle up on the couch, get a, wrap yourself in a blanket, and uh, listen to the show. All right. That's what we're doing. And if you could take a picture of yourself listening to it, <laughs> that'd be great. I would love to see yeah, that. Why not? Why not? Indeed. All right, everyone. Uh, we'll talk to you again soonish. Bye. <laughs> Scared.